This week on Nintendo Main, E3 is not happening, but we're still going to do predictions about this direct that may or may not happen next week. Mr. Quest, Mr. Do, Mr. Nuts. I love my EverDrive. It's the Game Expo for nobody but Billy Corgan. It's E0. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 324, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about directs that seem to be, you know, people think it's going to happen next week on the 15th. That seems to be what I've been hearing on the internet. I mean, it's the, it makes sense, I guess, for the timeline and all that. But to get a jump on it, we're going to give our predictions for this week. Of course, we've all make, we made bingo cards and all that stuff. So we'll go through it, you know, in hopes that it'll actually happen. But that'll be that'll be the second part of our show. But we are your hosts. I'm Trey, floating meat suspended in sunset. Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Hello there, old friend. Mikowski. I'm John. DK barrel blasted knitter. Getting blasted. Well, sort of. Or I guess not. Right. <laughs> talk about <laughs> the will. talk about the barrel to everybody so they know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So I did some work for my friend. I worked for a a liquor distributor this week. And I was helping out at their warehouse and just as payment they gave me a bunch of swag and i must have got i don't know probably two or three hundred dollars worth of stuff something like that among the things that i got were a barrel a whiskey barrel it's like maybe a one liter whiskey barrel and i got what's called floor de casa or something whiskey or rum and i got a shaker so nice little set to put on my counter and Mm -hmm. fancy and all that but the barrel, you know, of course, I'm going to turn it into a Donkey Kong barrel because what else would I do? Well, I mean, it's, yeah, you got to put a DK thing on there. Just, you know, right. cut some wood or just write DK on there in red marker and it'll look like a DK barrel. That's the idea. Yeah, I know I got this job at Home Depot, so kind of been in the craft area and all that stuff. You know, I, I, I have like wood stain all around me. I'm like, I could really stain this up nice and put a nice finish on it and put some DK, put a DK logo on there. I probably cut it out of wood and there's a way to do that. So I, I'm sure I can figure it out and it'll look nice. So I'll have a Donkey Kong barrel. Get in some, to some woodworking or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have access to it. Why not? Right. My, uh, just, I want to mention it before I forget about it, but, but my, my middle name, I, I'm sure, I, I don't know if any of you noticed, but they've updated the, the Nintendo icons for the Nintendo Switch Online and people were I making, did. were making jokes about, uh, how we didn't get any news about the direct, but Nintendo let us turn our icon into a into a little floating piece of meat, and that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, your nickname was like a haiku or something. It's like very poetic. I mean, my nickname was actually based on an, an Alkaline Trio song. I thought maybe Jeremy mm. would, would catch that. The uh, the lonely liver suspended in liquid was what I was going for on that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The lo- lonely meat suspended in sunset. But uh, yeah, uh, I they've you know they've changed they changed their icons that you can do like every every month or so or every couple of weeks and they just added Breath of the Wild stuff on there and there's like you know the regular ones there's like Garouk and like Link and all these other people on there 
But then, but one of them is just a meat. It's just a piece of meat. It's just a steak, <laughs> and that's it. So I just took the meat and I stuck it, stuck it with a nice looking sunset <laughs> behind it, and that's that's my icon now. It's a floating piece of meat because it's hilarious Vacation to me. Meat. So, so there you go. It's probably like deer meat or whatever, you know, because you could shoot the animals in that game. But it's just that was just kind of a funny thing that I don't know if anybody noticed it. But you know, get on your switch. You can uh, for like two for like two platinum points or something like that. You can get yourself a floating piece of meat to to be your icon, and it can be hilarious. And I found it funny. So that's what I did on my on my Nintendo Switch. It's very exciting. All right, well, let's start off the show, as we normally do, and talk about games that we got and games that we've been playing. We should start off right off the bat here and talk about the Super Mario Strikers demo, which happened over the weekend. Uh, I don't know if all of us got to play it. I know, I know, John. I, I know John did. I mean, Jeremy was actually at my house over the weekend, so. Oh really? I knew where he I was. I was like, <laughs> I was like super hungry. Then I ate, and then I got super tired. Yeah. Well, I mean, also like the the demo was only at specific times, and it was only an hour, so it's kind of like they're not the most convenient of times. Like they're like they were like, like ten o'clock and noon or something like that, right? I don't know. I don't know what they right. all were. One was one was eleven o'clock on the, on Saturday night. Yeah, that was uh, that was Eastern time, right? Because you're in Eastern, yep. so that was farther. Because I the, the only one I played. No, he's in Central now, aren't you? No, no, he's an hour ahead. Of, he's an hour ahead of us. Oh shit! No, I, I, Friday night, the the ten o'clock Friday night one, I did try to play around with it a little bit. Tried being the main word in that sentence because uh, the internet was not kind to me on <laughs> on Super mm-hmm. Mario Strikers. I, I I think I I captured it and put it on Twitter because I thought it was funny because my first game I played about twenty seconds and the other team disconnected and I automatically got a goal and won. So I won. So I guess yeah. that's what happens when uh, somebody disconnects. They just give you a goal and then you and you win the game. So that's what I got. And then I tried to play it again and it wouldn't connect. And I tried to do it again and it wouldn't connect. And I did this for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to mess with this anymore. So that was my experience with Mario Strikers. Uh, I, I give it a zero out of 10 for uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's I'm sure it'll be fine when it comes out. But no, it, the demo did not did not work well for me. I gave it a good try. I, I never did. I didn't do, do the tutorial just because I didn't have time to do the 45 minute thing that John made it sound very, uh, you know, very time consuming. And I didn't have time for that. So I didn't do that. I just like jumped right into it. And it didn't. Yeah, it, it just it couldn't stay connected. So hopefully it works better when it comes out. But yeah, it was just it was just weird times. Like I was always doing something else. Like where I was just not available to do it, except for Friday night. I did that. I did that one little bit, and I was like, okay. I did it on Saturday, and I was disappointed. That was the only time that I could do it. And I think yeah, on Saturday I actually got. I came home from work. I was really tired. I got. I had to go to work at six a.m. and you know it was a long day of heavy lifting that kind of thing. And so I ended up taking a nap at like. 7 p.m. I was trying to stay up late enough to to do the 11 o'clock strikers, and I was like, I can't do it. So I took a nap at like 7 or 8 o'clock, and I woke up fresh and ready to go, and I jumped on strikers, and I had some trouble at the beginning. I think there was two matches I tried to get in, and I was like, oh, man, I went through all this preparation for this, and now I'm not going to be able to play the game. But after that, it was working for me, and I think I played probably four or five matches at least maybe maybe six or seven i don't remember but i had a fantastic time i loved the game it confirms all my suspicions that this is going to be one of my next go-to games and and i think it'll i think it will be a big hit i think it's going to be a game that people like play a lot and learn the nuances of and eventually get to a, a point where maybe it's going to be nintendo's next big e- esports game i said that last week and i'll say it again after my experience 
I think it's going to be a big esports hit. How long do the matches last normally? Uh, four or five minutes. Okay, they're pretty quick. I'm sure you can change the time on the actual game once it comes out. Probably. Well, you said you did so many of them in an hour, so I was like, well, they can't be that long then, you know. If you're, yeah, they're not that long. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, mine was twenty seconds, but it didn't work. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, it's it seems to be getting reviewed pretty well. There's reviews out there already. People have played it. You know, uh, didn't it get an eight on IGN or was it a nine? I don't. Got remember. an eight on IGN. Nintendo Life called it the best sports game on the Switch. Nintendo Life wow. is it's pretty generous with their reviews. I, I mean, I like I like them, but. They are very generous. Like they did say that Mario Golf Super Rush was also the best Mario Golf game there ever was. And I don't think that statement's completely correct, but you know, I mean, I've put almost a hundred hours into it. So what do I know? But, uh, I, I saw digital foundry people were fucking around with it and they said it plays like a dream. So that's, that's good to, it's good to know. It's super smooth. I mean, that was something that I always thought was really impressive about the GameCube game even was that just everything was really fast and smooth and all that stuff. And right. I was impressed. No life compared it to, a fighting game that each move had a counter move to it so there was nothing it felt like they were saying that the game was balanced and you know all about strategy versus versus luck and so i'm i felt that when i was playing too i felt like like they they had something to counter every typical move that could be thrown at me and and if i pulled it off just right it not not, not only did they have like the good counters and stuff but they have what they call perfect moves where you can count it counter it just right and get an even stronger effect so it seems like a game that has a lot of depth to it they didn't go that far with like the player roster and all that and some some people were saying that the the number of game modes were lacking but so they didn't go broad they went deep with all the stuff that you could do they did also say that they were going to go the same route that they've been going with all of their games yep. as of re- recently is that it's not going to be a complete package when it comes out they're going to add more stuff to it as they go which is fine. They did they, they did that with golf. They did it with tennis. They did they're doing it with switch sports now. I, I feel like that's mm-hmm. just the way of things. They did that with Splatoon one and two even also. You know, like a bunch of stuff wasn't available when they came out, and they'll just kind of right. roll it out as they go. And they said they were going to do the same thing for Strikers. Like that was a direct statement from Nintendo. So right, if you feel like anything's missing there, it'll come later. So it goes all the way back to Mario Kart eight, right? It's kind of a <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it took a really really long time to uh, finally give you the extra stuff on that. They're, well, they were giving us extra stuff that we were paying for on the Wii U before oh, we yeah, on the sure, Switch. Sure. They, yeah, we did. There was that DLC, like the double DLC, and then you had to wait. And mm-hmm. There was some sort of rumor about, I didn't believe it, and it didn't happen. So, uh, about Mario Kart 8, like getting new levels last night because of a maintenance thing, and it never happened. I mean, the maintenance thing happened, but there are not new levels on there. So, I predicted that wasn't going to be real, and it wasn't. Is it you still use like items and stuff, right? Isn't there like a, a sort of yep. a randomosity to it, right? In that way, like where you can kind of collect items, like sort of like Mario Mario Kart with the question blocks and stuff. You can turn them on or off if you want to. I, I was watching a, I think it was a Nintendo Life video, and they were saying how oh, with the items it was cool because if you, so one of the basic moves of the game is you can check the other players and knock into them. But if you, you don't want to do that, here's an example of, of the balance that I mentioned earlier. You don't want to do that just all the time because if you check somebody and you're not within like a, a five foot vicinity of the ball, your oppo- opposing team actually gets a power up. And I thought that was pretty cool. So yes, you can run around and check everybody into the boards all you want, but there's a cost to it if you do that. Hmm. And that the cost is that the other team gets a free power up. Oh, okay. So like as a defense thing, like if you're getting checked, yeah. you get another one. That's that's cool. So they're right. trying to they're trying to balance it, like kind of rubber band it and all right. that. Yep. 
Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not as excited at all about this as you are, John. But I mean, I'll still, I'll still get it just to try it out. You know, I did. I mean, I did enjoy the last two games. Like, I did play the Wii one, and I played this whatever the GameCube one as well. So I think it's. I mean, you know, it has Mario in the title. It'll sell well. You know. Oh yeah. That's just because that's the world we live in in the Nintendo world. But I mean, I think it's actually a decent game, and hopefully, and I'm sure. I mean, people are still playing all the other online games, so I'm sure they'll play that one as well, and it'll stick around. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, the internet doesn't suck enough where it can actually be used at a in whatever a competitive esports thing. Because I know wasn't that like why uh, Smash Brothers got kicked out of a lot of those because the internet sucks so bad, and they weren't actually doing in person events. So they stop having stop having Smash Brothers at like Evo and stuff like that. That's what I heard. Also, Sony bought Evo, so that's something, something oh, to do with. Oh, it. did they? Yeah, well, yeah, that might be a part of it too. But other ones that weren't Evo, they weren't having it on there because of the how bad the because they don't have the rollback net code, as they call it on there, where you can actually fight correctly and all that online. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I sort of know what that is, what that means. It's the thing about like the way that how it kind of like compensates for the lag and like it it'll seem more. It'll it'll seem better because it the, whatever the netcode makes it better. They they do it on other systems, but not Nintendo, of course. But yeah, is there anything else you want to say about the Strikers demo that you that you, I saw? I saw that the roster is kind of a little little low. Uh, mm-hmm. Daisy is still not in there. I know we talked about the Daisy the Daisy fan club being upset. <laughs> oh, of course, they're they're just holding out. Of course, Daisy's, Daisy's going to be there eventually. Yeah. You know, they just want to do like the thing where they're rolling stuff out constantly so it stays in the conversation mm-hmm. so that it, it keeps selling. Yeah. That's the whole thing. I think people a lot of people say, like, oh, I wish the games would release you know a hundred percent complete already. Like they're not finished with the game yet and, and all this. Well, as long as the game releases and it's a good game, cool, I'm fine. But I understand that really the reason that they roll this stuff out after the fact is just that they, they know that key to selling the game continually is to keep it in the conversation. Yeah. And having these little drops every once in a while, new characters and all that, that's going to make the game sell better in the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works. It worked for Mario Golf for me when they keep adding those, uh, even though they're not great, but they keep adding new new costumes every month and I still go back and play it. So I like that they keep adding, you know, they're adding stuff at least to give me something to do. You know, I wish they would do that for like super for like Mario Party. Like Mario Party Superstars, just like give you, give you like a, th- give you some like outfits to unlock or something, give you a reason to play it. I mean, aside from it being fun and all that. Well, do you want to move on from there then? Not really. I want to talk about Strikers forever, but let's <laughs> move on. There's nothing else to talk about yet, though. It's not out. That'll, that'll be, <laughs> that'll be next week. If, I mean, it, you know, I'm sure within that and the direct and all that, cause it'll be, it'll be released. Since I kept talking about Mario Golf, I might as well talk about that. Um, I got, so the, the new outfit for the month is Wario's overalls. No surprise there. <laughs> I mean, since since we've already gotten uh, Mario's overalls and Luigi's overalls, why not Wario's? And I'm sure the next thing will be Waluigi's overalls or something. It's like, come on, guys. We'll never get Waluigi's overalls in, in Mario Golf. Oh yes, you will. There's there's a big there's a big <laughs> Waluigi fan club out there. They love that fucker. He's he's gonna he's gonna get everybody's gonna get their original outfit. Is what's gonna happen in that game. I just wish they would just have ones that are a little more exciting than that. But I, anyway, I unlocked it anyway. It looks funny, you know. I mean, Waluigi's outfit looks weird anyway with his, like, cowboy hat and all that. But now you can get him in his regular fucking overalls and do that. But I was I was playing it at work, so I just, you know, I just kind of kept playing. And I got I got, Mar- I got Wario's overalls. I, I, I unlocked his, uh, super, his superstar, superstar clubs. I ended up getting the badge for getting birdies on every hole, which is something we've been working on for a long time. I just I just did where I just went to specific holes that I got stuck on and just I'm kind of surprised they don't call them Birdos in Mario Golf. True, it's such an open opportunity right there. They didn't take mm-hmm. 
I mean, they don't want to confuse people. And I actually changed the, the technical golf term of birdies to birdos. But, uh, yeah, no, I got I got the birdie badge. I also got the target badge, which you get for scoring eight hundred over 800 points in each target level. So that was cool. Uh, I still need the badges for getting super clubs for everyone and the badge for, for the birdie challenges, which are called like one, like one hit, one putt, which those are hard to do because you have to like land it on the green in the first hit. Otherwise, you get a you know you lose and you have to start over you have like 10 continues but I, I went through the amateur courses of new donk city and the shell sanctuary and then i did the pro ones and those are way harder so you have to just go through them and keep doing it but it's it's a game that keeps keeps on giving so i put i put like it says i put 90 hours into it i, I figure i have to be kind of close to 100 at some point so mario golf still play that game uh i went to you know i've been playing pac-man museum plus of course we talked about it last week but I've played all of the games that are on there now. I've played every single one. I've unlocked all of them. So I've done that. I'm still anxious to hear your thoughts. So well, what do you think? Well, I really I really like the Pac-Man uh, arrangement games, as I was talking about last week. I beat I beat the other Pac-Man arrangement game, which is like the other one, but it looks nicer. And it's they're just fun. I like I like that the levels progress and they change and different things happen. And there's really big, cool bosses that you fight. You fight like giant ghosts. That when you get the pellet, like they all kind of split up into a bunch of blue ghosts, and you have to like get them, and they come back. And sometimes you you'll fight like a UFO with like four ghosts, four giant ghosts in them, and you have to kind of kill the ghosts as you go. And there's like a jumping ability, and there's like a charge ability, and there's other stuff you can do in the game, and it looks good. Like it looks, you know, it has like that Super Nintendo style, but it looks better than a Super Nintendo game would have looked at the time. But it just, it, it you know, the art looks great, and it's a lot of fun to play, and I like that you can beat it. And you can actually like play through a bunch of levels and and they progress and get different. And there's, you know, it's, it's the second one is kind of, kind of reminds me of a Mario world game almost because there's a map of different things that you, you know, like you, you beat the boss and then that area like blows up and then you go to the next area and that's themed for a certain thing. And you play a bunch of those and you beat that boss. And there's a little cutscene like kind of like Mario, like blowing up the, blowing up the castle and then going to the next thing. Like they do that with, with Pac-Man in there. So it's cool. And, and you just see the little Pac-Man guy going from one spot to another. And I, yeah, I beat that one as well. So I beat two. I've beaten both of the arrangement games on there because those have been the most fun. I've been playing a lot of Pac Motos also, which I just re- realized is a collaboration with the arcade game Motos, which is actually coming out to Switch this week. That's uh, I guess a uh, it's it's weird. It's it's like a bumper ball game, and you're basically you're a Pac Man moving around, knocking people off of the. It kind of reminds me of like a top down Mario sixty four bully battle. If you remember the bullies, where you have to push them into the into the uh, yeah. and all that stuff, it's basically the same thing. And you fight bigger balls, you fight uh, you, you'll fight ghosts that you have to push off the side and all that. And it's it, it also kind of there was a game in one of the Smash Brothers games that was like that too, where you just kind of like would try to shoot people off the side, and it's like a top down thing. It reminds me a lot of that, but it, it does the same thing where the levels change. There's like big bosses, like there's you know they get they get more and more difficult, like the enemy variation changes as you go through, and it has a full progression of a game, and that's why I like I like those games that are on there. So I, I got pretty close to beating that one. I think I'm actually like in the last level set. I'm either in the last one or the second to the last one, but I did get stuck. I got stuck on a level because sometimes the balls get so big that it's really hard to push them off the thing. And you need and you need and you get uh, upgrades and stuff that you can use, like you can enhance your power and your speed, and you can jump and do charge moves and stuff like that in that one too. Uh, I played Pack and Time. Is Pack and Time on your on your arcade, John? <laughs> No, because Pack and Time is fucking weird, man. It's a weird ass game. <laughs> I don't know if it was like a Super Nintendo game or something. It kind of looks like it, but it's like, what if Pac Man was Spider Man? 
Like it's it's what it's so it's so dumb. It's a, it's basically like a pack Pac-Man in a side-scrolling game, but you get like this rope ability, and you can like you can like web to the ceiling like Spider-Man. It kind of reminds me of like old Super Nintendo Spider-Man games, and you kind of like web around and try to collect all of the, you have to collect all of the you know all the pills to open the exit to go to the next level, and it's really not. It's really not fun <laughs> very much. <laughs> it's very confusing. I mean, you, you get you get items by like jumping through hoops also, which is weird. You jump through hoops and you get these upgrades. Like I got stuck because I would jump into the water and I didn't know how to swim, but it turns out I had to jump through the hoop and get the bubble ability. And when I get the bubble ability, then I can swim. It's like this game mm. is not great. I assume he time travels. I, yeah, he gets like kidnapped by a ghost wizard or something in the beginning. Like the the game is, and it's all in Japanese, and they translate it. Like it's in Japanese in the cutscenes, and there's little like subtitles on the bottom. So it's uh, it's pretty out there. Yeah, he gets he gets kidnapped somewhere. He has to be in a side scrolling game, and you get like fireballs, and it's weird. It's it's like what if we tried to make Pac Man like Mario and Street and and Spider Man, but just not as cool as either of those. But you have to play Pac and Time a couple of times to open to like unlock some of the other games. And what I realized is these games will automatically save. Like when you ever, whenever you uh, leave the arcade, it'll automatically save wherever you're at. So in order for it to count that you've actually played it one time, you have to completely die and get a game over for it to count. So you may have played it like 20 times and it's still going to say that you never played it once because you didn't get a game over. So you actually have to lose all of your lives and completely die for it to say that you played it one time. So that's a really weird thing in there. It works that way for everything. So I basically had to play the game and and I tried to play it for a while. I got to like the second or third level and you know, then I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. So I just would have to just run into guys until I, until I lost all my lives. So it would count as that I played it so that I could uh, unlock the next thing. Which might have been Pack Attack. I don't know. Pack Attack is the weird one that's like half Pac-Man, half Tetris, which is kind of fun actually. If you sort of get, if you sort of get the hang of it, it's basically like you know you'll have like a couple blocks and like and some ghosts, and you kind of line them up, and eventually they'll turn blue, and you'll get a Pac-Man block that you can push wherever, and then you know depending on where you drop them, he'll like eat some of the blue ones, like whatever's accessible, and that's it. It's basically like what if Tetris was like Tetris, but there were ghosts in there also, and there was a Pac-Man guy. And you just try to last as long as you can. A little bit like uh, Dr. Mario, maybe. Sort of, I guess. Or is it like Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? No. Well, that's just Puyo Puyo. Puyo, no. Puyo yeah. no, that's Puyo Puyo. It's nothing like that. I mean, maybe kind of like Dr. Mario, just in the fact that you're killing the viruses. But I mean, it's it's definitely different. You know, it's like, yeah, you got to line up the ghosts and then you got to have Pac-Man eat them. And, and then, you know, when they get eaten, it falls down and, and you can actually get rid of, you know, you can do a whole line like you would in Tetris and it would go away and you get points for it. And that's basically what you do. And I've, you know, first time I played it, I was like, oh, this game's confusing. And then I played it a second time and I was like, well, I'm, I'm kind of getting into it. And I, I got a lot farther. I got to level 10. I don't really understand how Pac-Man, like how he moves when you drop him. I mean, I get like you want him to face towards the one you want him to eat first. Yeah, it's but not I don't really, really understand how to. Yeah, it's not really in the. It's it's, it's just it's kind of like the physics thing. Like if you if there's like two that are down here and it and it'll just like hit a wall and come back and go down and get them. It's just kind of like it's like dropping a marble in there, like wherever the marble would go naturally. If you pretend that the ghosts are where holes are, you know, that's kind of how it moves around. So I have this on my EverDrive. It'll go. It'll hit the wall. I know you said it was a Super Nintendo game. It'll like hit the wall and you can come back and you can try it and get you know see what you think about it and if it's dumb or not i just i I think it's a weird twist on pac-man so cool i'll probably i'll probably play it again you know it's uh interesting and there's still a lot of like uh achievements that i haven't gotten from there 
Uh, I played Pac-Man 256, which I have actually played before because John recommended it on one of our episodes. The cell phone game. And, you know, it looks cool. It, you know, it's, it reminds me of the other one. I just, I just don't think it's, I don't know. It's not that fun to me. It's just kind of like, it feels very much like a phone game. Like, it is a phone game, and it feels like a phone game. Like, one of those things where it wants you to just play, like, a little bit of it, like, every day, like, for however long, mm-hmm. and there's not really much progression to it. I mean, yeah, you can unlock, like, you can make items appear more often, like, in the game, and, like, get higher scores and stuff like that, but it's not really, it doesn't really grab me on it. You know, it's just kind of like, it was just one I just tried just to play it, and it was like, I was like, okay, well, that game's whatever. So, it was, wasn't really into it. Uh, Super Pac-Man, that's one, that one's weird. Uh, there's no dots, they're replaced by fruits and keys. Uh, I think that's the one where you can become the giant Pac-Man and you can eat through doors to get the fruits. You just have to get all the fruits, go to the next thing. That one's kind of kind of weird. Was it Pac-Mania? I, I mentioned that John mentioned this one, of course. Well, you mentioned a lot of these because they were on your arcade. But uh, right. the, Pac-Mania is the isometric diagonal view one, which sucks because you can only yeah. see like a section of the maze at once. It's and, fundamentally flawed, yeah, because yeah, you can't see the whole thing. You can't plan... In, a, in a, a traditional Pac-Man game, you can see where all the ghosts are, what corner they're about to round. In this game, you can't do that because you can't, you just can't see them. You don't know where they're going to come from. And also, it's a pain to try to get the leftover pills. Like if you don't know where they're at, like you have to kind of keep moving around to try to because you won't be able to see them all at once. Like that was another thing. It's a pain with it, but you can jump for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah, I recommend giving another look to Super Pac-Man though. Like don't gloss over that one because I did it first. I was like, this is weird, big Pac-Man and all that. But the, the cool thing about that is when you combine Big Pac-Man with the the with the super pellets, because you, then you can zoom around the stage and eat the ghosts. Oh, sure. I thought was a really cool cool thing. I, I I didn't realize that you could do that for the longest time. Um, and then you can just plow through all those closed gates, and you have you, you're like a, a roaming terror on the board, just destroying everything. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean the I'm having more fun with the newer Pac-Man games than the older Pac-Man games on here, just because they. I like the newer ones because they have level progression and, and there's more, you know. Super Pac-Man's kind of like I play it until I die and it's like game over. And it's like, okay, well, I don't want to keep just playing this and trying to get a better score. Like, that's that's not really fun to me. So I move on to the next thing. But, it is, I mean, it's fine. You know, it's it's a it's an interesting variation of, uh, of Pac-Man and all that. Uh, I played Pac-and-Pal, you know, like, whatever. That one's kind of like Super Pac-Man and the fact that you collect fruits as well and there's cards and... There's the fucking green blob thing that's the pal that I don't really know what the green blob does, but aside from stealing uh, fruits from you or taking them before you do. Yeah, like I said before, it's not really your pal. I don't want to call it pack and pal. It's a misnomer. The, the thing steals your fruits and, and scurries away with them into the ghost house. It can't kill you. It can't kill you, though, at least. The, the yeah, pal can't. Can. You can walk right through it. So there, so there you go. Uh, Patman Bal... Uh, Patman. Uh, Pac-Man Battle Royale is another one where you, it's like a, you know, like a verse mode where you go against somebody else and whoever like collects the most pills and gets to the super super pill first can eat the other one it's not that fun single player it's kind of just like all the levels are kind of the same like they didn't really change every time i beat a person so i just played that a little bit pac-man championship edition is great because like i said last week it wasn't on it hasn't been on the switch before they only have pac-man championship edition 2 so i'm really happy to be able to play that that game's great and i'll probably try to play through that as well uh pack and pack and roll remix that's the DS game, but minus, it's weird because you can't play with the touchscreen, so the controls feel kind of weird, but I'm glad it's on there, and it's got levels and all that stuff. Uh, Pac-Land is Pac-Land. We already talked about that. The weird, whatever, track and field-inspired running Pac-Man uh, hydrant, whatever shit. I don't find that game very fun to play. And then there's a re- regular Pac-Man, which I don't really find that fun, that fun to play either, because I just because the levels don't really change. 
when you, I mean, you just kind of get through it and then there's another one and I don't know, at least like super, at least like Miss Pac-Man had some cutscenes in the middle. This is just kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of dull to me. So I don't really, we were play, talking really for a moment that when, much. when we were off, but with Pac-Man, I think like the levels don't change, but the behavior of the ghosts change and that's what makes it kind of different. So if you do decide to go for the high score or to learn the different skills and the different patterns, then that's where it be- becomes interesting. You see the variations. Yeah. It's mostly like the main the main appeal of this game was uh, building a virtual arcade room and playing the newer versions of Pac-Man, which is what which I thought was really cool. So, I, I mean, it was worth the twenty bucks because I had a lot of fun with the with the arrangement games and Pac-Motos and stuff like that. So, I'm still I'll still keep fucking around with it. It's it's a really good podcast game. Like I would, uh, Jess and I went to the dentist like last week, and I was just playing it in the dentist at the at the dentist place, just waiting for for them to get done in there. So. Yeah, I bought Nickelodeon All Star Battle or All Star All Star Brawl because it's been on sale for twenty bucks, and I've been looking at that game for a while. I thought about getting it for twenty bucks before, but it's never been on sale digitally for twenty bucks, like only physically. But the main reason that topped it off for me, like the reason that I bought it, was because they just added voices to it finally, and I heard that that was a big misstep originally. Was that yeah, nobody? It's so weird that they didn't have them. that none of the cartoon characters talked to each other, and I'm like, that's weird. But no, I played it, and they, you know, they got like the voices, well, you know, recognizable voices of like Ren and Stimpy, and Garfield definitely is not Lorenzo music, I don't think. But well, he's it, dead for like, he hasn't oh, been for a while. He's been dead, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it sounds like I came trying. back just for Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Then I'm back to being dead again. I mean, they could have taken his voice. They did it in Star Trek. They took they took dead <laughs> people's voices from the show and created new dialogue from them on the on the Prodigy show. So you can do that. You just need Bill Murray to do the voice. Yeah. But I mean, whoever's doing it now, it sounds like, you know, regular Pac-Man, but it's kind of a little slower, but it was really fun to beat the shit out of people with Pac-Man. That was, that was almost, or not Pac-Man. It was really fun to beat the shit out of people with Garfield. That was almost my nickname. I was going to call myself Lasagna Hog because Garfield's like up smash is basically eating lasagna. So I was like eating lasagna and hitting people with it. And it's hilarious. Then you can throw pies at people and you can basically hit people with a, with thought, with like thought bubbles and talk bubbles and stuff like that, so it's cool. Well, Nickelodeon isn't Garfield isn't really associated with Nickelodeon though. Like, yeah, they bought it. Paramount bought. They bought Gar- I think it is Garfield. now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they bought Garfield. Paramount bought uh, Pause a year or mm. two ago. It was fairly recently. Yeah, got it. So, but but Garfield was one that was added after the game came out. Like that was a free that was a free DLC character. Uh, Garfield and Shredder were the two free DLC characters that I that I heard of. So I played through the arcade mode with both of them with with uh, with Shredder and Garfield, and it was it was fun. I mean, it's it's a decent game. It's like you know it feels like Smash Brothers, but it's not quite Smash Brothers. Like it doesn't have Smash moves in the same way. Like there's not a thing where you where you hit the stick and hit a button at the same time to charge. It. Like none of that's in there. And and also cool a cool thing because of that is now you can use the d-pad to move around instead of the joy instead of the joystick but there's basically three different you know there's like light medium and hard punch or light medium and hard attack for everybody and that's kind of how you do it and then you have your jump button and and the levels are cool. Like there's a double dare, double dare level with like slime all over the place and the giant nose in the background. Mark Summers. <laughs> he, he's not. He's not in there. But I thought it was cool that there's a double dare level. And there's like a you know they have like the sewers, like the Ninja Turtle sewers, and there's Technodrome also. Yeah. So the the levels look cool. And you know there's enough characters in there that I that I'm familiar with that I think is cool. Like Ren and Stimpy are all like one character together. Uh, Powder Toast Man's in there. Like Invader Zim. Who else? Uh, do you have anybody from uh, you can't do that on television? 
No, I mean mo- most of the people in there are cartoons. That would be a good level. Yeah, but uh, but Rocco, I mean Rocco is supposed to be added later from Rocco's. The origin life. of the slime. So it's true. So I, I want just to watch something. I on want, the, so I want to play as him. I just watched something on on. You can't do that on television. Like an old documentary on. Was that a defunct land or was it something else? Uh, maybe it was defunct land. Something I, I like it it. one of those similar it was like type defunct channels TV. did it. Yeah, 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 a, yeah, yeah. But that got me back into that show. Yeah, but it's really it, funny. It, it actually was. It was like and really, really before, dark. They were going for like a kid's Monty Python, is what this yeah. behind the scenes documentary was saying. Mm-hmm. I never put it together, but those those animations were like straight up Terry Gilliam style. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I would love to see more. You you can't do that on television representation in this game or like any of the live action old eighties Nickelodeon shows. If there's not a Nick Arcade reference in this Nickelodeon mm-hmm. video game, I'm out. I mean, Double Dare's in there. I mean, Nick Arcade. Nick Arcade, was, though. Like, come on. I, we, they, they I, mean, have... I mean, we talked about well, Sharon, it. Lois, and Bram as one character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, we talked about it on our <laughs> on our Patreon episode. Those those shows sucked. So I don't really I don't really miss them being on there. I'm just saying it's a decent game for for uh, for twenty bucks. And if you want to be Garfield and throw pies at people, it's it's great. Or jump around and scratch them, and you know, I think there's one where you can like throw a teddy bear at people, which is pretty funny. I'm sure that's a Garfield related joke. I'm not as much Pookie. of a Garfield fan as Jeremy, but Pookie is his teddy bear. Okay, you can throw your teddy bear at people. That's one of your attacks. I like the um, there's like a jumping burp move that you can do that I used on a lot of people, but it's good. I mean, I haven't tried playing online. You know, hopefully people are playing now that they added. They also added items to it as well, so they just keep adding shit. So maybe they will eventually put human characters i don't know they, they have a fighting pass going on like much like smash brothers so they're doing paid dlc characters and all that so maybe they'll put whoever the else the fuck on there they give me mark summers give me like the host of legend of the hidden temple like all the oh, all the, all the people who like yeah olmec give me olmec all those people give me the entire cast of are you afraid of the dark <laughs> there we go those like those like four kids the midnight society you could just play it yeah. plays all of them as once Ugh from Salute Your Shorts. We watched so if you can't uh, do the voice because he passed away recently. Yeah, we we watched those. We watched some of those because they're all on Paramount Plus because Paramount Plus owns Nickelodeon. So anything that you want to see for the most part, you can watch through Paramount Plus on there. We watched some Afraid. Of, Are you afraid of the dark? They're pretty terrible, but <laughs> just did it for the fun of it. But that one about the kid who got stuck in the mall and it, it was like a, a, the pinball video game, the. the the haunted pinball game that was terrifying to me as a oh, kid. Oh, we didn't we didn't see that one. We watched the clown one because I, I remember the clown one where like the he steals the nose from the clown and he haunts him and all that. Like that was one I remember that was scary and that's one of the first ones. So we watched that one to see what it was like. But yeah, that's that's that game. Um, also, I like I said before, I started playing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic again to try to beat it before two came out. Obviously, I didn't do that because two's out now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I'm not going to buy two until I feed, until I defeat one. But one is a lot of fun to play still. I got to do some fun dark side stuff, even though I didn't really realize it was going to be dark side points. But it wasn't too hard to get back into it. I just, you know, I'm on I'm on Tatooine, so I'm just walking around doing like the doing the side missions. Uh, I became a swoop race champion. I guess there's racetracks on every level, so or on every planet, so that's cool. So I, I did that. I, I got I beat all the I beat all the races, and then I like convinced some racer to side with the hut that was there, and I guess that was a dark side thing because he wasn't because he was going to get screwed over by that hut. But I told him to do it anyway. Also, I got dark side points for threatening the guy at the droid shop who was selling a HK forty seven, which HK forty seven is a pretty is a pretty well known or pretty well liked character from these series. He's in Knights of the Old Republic too as well, but he's just basically like an evil robot that just wants to kill everybody. And he calls everybody meat bags, and it's great. 
(laughs) (laughs) He's basically like the bender of Star Wars. Like, I love it. Like, he's funny. Like, I've been keeping in in my party ever since I got him because he's just, he just wants to, he just wants to murder everybody. Surely the name is based off of AK, right? I thought it was a hunter killer. It was supposed to be hunter killer robot, but yeah, HK 47, AK 47. Sure. No, I didn't, I didn't realize that until I just said it now, but yeah. But no, he's great. He's great to have around. Like if you get to the point where you can get HK forty seven, definitely keep that guy in your party. And and whenever you you know you can go to like the profiles and it'll show the character and like what what side you were on, like light or dark, you know. And and the HK forty seven is way on the dark side. Like his 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 meter is way is way in the black. And I'm like, yeah, awesome. He just wants to kill everybody. I like it. I went and killed some sand people as well. That was fun. Oh yeah, I found a guy that. I found a guy that like his uh, his wife. Uh, well, he's kind of a sleaze bag in the game. Like he tries to hit on you when you go to the hunters when like when you go to the hunter building where you get your hunter's license before they let you go out and hunt sand people and all that stuff. And uh, his his wife is actually is basically reprogram reprogrammed his droids to uh, to basically keep him in a position. Like they basically surrounded him so he can't move on like on the Tatooine desert. And they were just going to keep him there until he starved to death. Like that was the idea. She's just going to kill her husband because she hates him. And I went, I went and saved him just because, you know, I thought he might give me something. But I, I went and fixed the droids and let him go. But it's pretty funny. Like, you run into her, like, on the way there, and she tells you that, that she's going to kill her husband and all that. And, and that, he's, that she fucked with the robots, and then you get to find him and, and do all that stuff. It's, it's a great game, as I said before. You have it, Jeremy. Try to play it sometime. It's, it's cool. So I, it, was, it was a lot of fun to play something that I didn't have to, like, review or whatever. To actually just, like, play some shit that I just wanted to play because I wanted to play them. So... It was a real nice. It was a real nice time to just kick back and just throw some hours into Knights of the Old Republic again because that game is fucking awesome. So that's what I did. All righty. Well, I alluded to it a little bit earlier. Even said it in my uh, nickname. But just played a lot of EverDrive this week when I had a chance. Um, it's one of the coolest things I own. It's just so cool. That, like I was saying last week, there's some compatibility issues, but none of the games are games I that I don't have access to somehow, some other way that I'd like to play. Other than the Star Ocean game, which I just always wanted to play it, and it's really expensive. I mean, I think you can buy it on Switch. I think if, so, too. If you too, really yeah. want to play it, because I have it. Was and that it, Star Ocean 3 or 2? I thought it was 1. Yeah, this is Star Ocean 3, which I don't know. I, thought, I just always wanted to play it. I thought the one that was on Switch was the Super Famicom game that wasn't released here. Yeah. But you can't play the other Star Oceans? Just I just recall playing it on an emulator back in the day and really liking what i you know what i did play of it and just kind of bummed it doesn't work but stuff that does work is a lot of fun so i i mentioned a couple joke games like uh mr nuts which is about a squirrel kind of makes sense mr do which looks like a fucking atari game i remember that name yeah it's an arcade game mr doe it looks it looks it sounds like it's from like the early 80s but it's on super nintendo like they didn't do really anything to like Bring it up, but it's actually pretty fun. It's a lot like uh, Dig Dug. You're going around and you're trying to collect a bunch of fruit and then make these like coconuts or rocks or something like that fall on top of you know the, the bad guys that are chasing you as they're chasing you. And you do that by removing the ground from underneath them and then they fall down. So it was pretty fun though. But uh, one I played a lot this week was Pocky and Rocky 2 because we've been talking about Pocky and Rocky a lot lately. Yeah. And that game's a lot of fun and it looks really nice. And yeah, I love it. I miss it. Um, or I've missed it because it's just rife with Japanese mythological creatures and stuff that I didn't really know about back when I used to play it as a kid. So now I recognize, you know, Rocky's a Tanuki, which, you know, we know that. But now you see like, you know, Kappa's running around and like, there's like little temples everywhere. And it really has a lot of the same feel as Legend of Mystical Ninja. It's just so culturally steeped in like 
Japanese history, if not just for the iconography and stuff that it's just got a really special feel to it. And I really like it. And the bad guys are fun, like, and they're actually really challenging. And the bosses are really hard. They have like these crazy long uh, energy meters compared to the normal bosses you fight. But yeah, I was really getting into it. I got to the third set of stages. I acquired the Scarecrow, who's a really cool character that you can get as your uh, as your buddy or you can actually pick up an item that turns you into your partner a la um a la donkey Kong country 2 <laughs> where you actually turn into like, the, the partner that was normally helping you and then you're like combined into one body mm. and it's like a power up and then you get to control the the other one but there's buddy attacks where you can throw your buddy at people it's great i love it uh legend of the mystical ninja i already mentioned that but yeah i played that some this week too great game lots of really cool mini games um, a lot, a lot of depth to that game, in spite of its silliness. Do you have the other ones on there, like the Japanese only release? There's like five of them total. Unless they've, unless they've got a different name, and I just haven't run across them alphabetically. There's only the one. Oh. It's like Gambare no Goemon or something like that, right? Yeah, uh, like I, I played, I played all of them on an emulator like long time ago when we were still in college, and they're really cool. Actually, I have actually I bought a couple of them when I was in Japan, so I actually have the Super Famicom games of them, and I played them, and they're great. Like they look like. Uh, I mean, they, they look a lot like, um, some of them look like the 64 game. Like, you can do the, the, the robot battles, like the impact battles and all that stuff that's in the 64 game as well. So, it's really cool. Like, they're, they're, really, they're really worth playing. And you can get around with them even if you don't know Japanese. If, if it is just in Japanese, you can figure out how to play it. But, they're yeah, they're, they're really, really cool. Games. I don't think they're on here, but that doesn't mean I can't add them because I can put any ROMs. Mm-hmm. And I want to figure out, because supposedly I can run an NES emulator off of this cart, which would be really cool to, like, open up that whole library too. So I played on it. Um, I played through uh, Super Mario World while Shauna was watching, just to kind of impress her, because you can do you know do the really quick speed run if you use the Star World uh, warp and all that. Rampart. I talk about that game a lot. In fact, it's one of my favorite NES games, which surprised some people. Uh, I don't know why. It's a great game, but it it looks really really good on the Super Nintendo. Um, they use that mode seven, and I don't know, just the the better graphics like really like add to the feel of it being. Something along the lines of Worms, you know, just like a friendly battle game where you're actually killing each other, but it's kind of fun. And it doesn't ever feel super duper like, I mean, it's hard, but it never feels impossible. You just have to strategize right with where, based on where the enemies are. Um, and yeah, I could just keep going on. I've been, I threw on Ease. I played a couple of Ease games just to sort of like see how they worked. Um, I think like, well, there's Ease 1 and 2, which which aren't great, but I think, was it like 3 and 4 were Super Nintendo ones that are okay? Like, mm-hmm. they, they all, there's like different versions, like they're like the Genesis one is different than I the I think there's an Ease Super 1 Nintendo and 2, one. something similar to like the Dragon Quest 1 and 2, that was like a combo pack. Yeah, they're the ones where you gotta run into people and all that. On the question of the Star Ocean, there's only one Star Ocean game on, on Super Nintendo, and it's the Star Ocean game that was re-released on Switch. And that's just Star Ocean, it came out in 1996. The Second and second one was on PlayStation. Well, that's came probably out in 1999. Because I knew it was a late a late release and it was really flashy. You know, it looked, it looked really nice, really nice sprites and stuff. But um, but the original one looked looked pretty good as well. Well, I mean, I guess I guess Star Ocean Three was technically a Game Boy Color game. So mm-hmm. yeah, I threw on those. I threw on some Dragon Quest games. I played through, uh, or I played a little bit in some Dragon Quest One because there's a one two combo pack. Yeah, and I I threw on a little bit of four or not four. Uh, what is it? Three. five and six that are on the super nintendo well in japan like they all are like they're well in japan well maybe, maybe not four uh in japan there's the one and two pack on, on super famicom and then there's three and then there's five and six which were released okay. on that i don't think they ever released four 
on there. But the uh, I mentioned it last week, but the the Game Boy versions of of, uh, of Dragon Quest are based off of the Super Famicom releases. So they basically took those versions and dumbed them down and released them on Game Boy here. I do on that so, cartridge. So they're the same thing. They just look better on the on, on the Famicom, and they're Japanese, or they're probably translated on whatever you version you have. I think Dragon Quest One and Two did actually come out here, though, didn't it? Wasn't that a cartridge that came out in the U.S. on Game Boy? Game Boy, not Super Nintendo. Okay, never mind. You just said that. Um, well, anyway, it looks good. Um, yeah, it's been localized well. So if it's a fan localization, then good on them. But yeah, I could talk forever about this this thing. I mean, I've got hundreds and hundreds of games on here and it's just based off a rom pack i randomly downloaded several years ago just to test out my first raspberry pi i bought so these were just sitting on a flash drive for years and i threw them up and they work and i love it everdrive get one if you can um cricks keeps listing a lot of them like support it i guess i want to buy another one but i can't afford it right now but i'll, I, I'll either it? get well they're very they're different like every different system has multiple models depending on like it kind of depends on the compatibility. Like the more you pay, like the higher percentage compatibility you get. And I think the one I have is like the second highest compatibility. It's like the X something. This one's X6, but yeah, there's so as you might imagine, there's an X1 through 5. And this one was 80. This uh, Nintendo 64 ones could get up to 200, I think. Wow. They're not cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Game Boy Advance ones are also, I think, around 80. They're similar to the similar price. But if, if those other ones are as easy to set up as this one was, then I don't know. It might, you pay a lot of money, but then you might quickly realize it was worth it if you're getting enjoyment out of it. Like just for like the five or six games I've been playing, like putting some serious time into, like this pays for, you know, yeah, I would have paid 80 bucks for one of those games if I was buying it second year at this point. So yeah, EverDrive's cool. I accidentally ordered Track and Field 2. We were talking about how Track and Field was one of my favorite games mm. on the, one of our bonus episodes. And I thought that I was really clever, and I found a really cheap copy of it. And turns out I grabbed the wrong game. So oh, I, I haven't tried it out yet, but I own it. So now you have two track and field two. I have track and field two. Yes. Um, this week I actually picked up Elden Ring again. It's me saying hello, old friend. Um, it was just yesterday I picked it up again. So um, I haven't really put a whole lot of time in, but I actually managed to like figure out what I was supposed to do next and start making progress again. So that was good. And I'm to a really one of the major bosses, the fire giant. He's really hard. He's a giant. He has a shield that's like the size of a building that he's smacking you around with and it kills you in one hit, like many of these bad guys do. And even though I'm level 142, he can one shot me. So it's really tough. I've gotten him down to about 20% energy, and that's the best I've done. So, I mean, I'll get him eventually, but um, once I beat him, I think I get to go to the final zone of the game from what I gather. So, this could be happening soon. Who knows? But it's a fun game. I forgot how fun it is. I just kind of like, I'm glad I took a break, but when I went back to it, I realized, you know, I've, I've unlocked most of the map. It just dwarfs any other open world game by comparison. And I actually liked going back and just do a little grinding, do a little exploration, and I want to finish it. So, I actually advanced the story within like your kind of like your the stronghold that's your your sort of like home base. The the lady that wants you to hug her and then yeah. she curses you. Um I got to where she le- she's gone and she killed um one of the other guys that was in there with me. He was a guy that was going after people that were trapped in destined death and her she was the one who protected Godwin the Golden the original like the first god that got killed was her like friend. She was really close to him and she like She's the deathbed companion is what her name is, Fia, the deathbed companion. And so she hung out with him as he was dying. And then he actually never actually really died. He's just kind of like a vegetable, literally almost. And um, he turned into these roots that are growing all over the place. And 
I don't know. For whatever reason, I I killed these guardians that were protecting him, and now she had to like kill some other people and take off. So she's gone. I don't know if I can ever get cursed by her again, but she left. And I got some really cool armor from the guy she killed. It's like this really crazy armor that looks like it's like you're being held by another person. It's like one of those like you know those costumes where they have like the little legs sticking out mm-hmm. and look like you're carrying yourself in a way. It's kind of like that, but with armor. But it actually looks cool. It doesn't look cheesy. That's the best way I could describe it. But yeah, it's like there's like four arms, but two of them are actually just like part of the armor itself. But one looks like the left arm of one body and the other one looks like the right arm of the other body. And I don't know how to explain it. Look it up. It's cool, though. Switch bowling in the flesh. Yeah, we, we bowled. We bowled a little bit <laughs> the, we, mm. by the time we finally, I mean, it was, yeah. By the time you landed, it was it was kind of later, but it was a, there was a whole bunch of shit happening before. This week, Sean and I got a really cool opportunity to go see Cigaros, which is one of my favorite bands, and uh, we got to go see him for free because a friend of hers had bought extra tickets and wasn't able to make it for whatever reason, and just gave them to her. So you know, we still had to pay for our way up there and all that, but we went up. It was an awesome show, and then yeah, we got to hang out with. Trey a little bit didn't really get to hang out with Jess because we didn't roll to up to their house till probably close to one. Yeah, <laughs> it gone to bed already. And then we ordered some food, and by the time I was done eating my burrito, I like felt like passing out. So we were kind of low energy guests, but we still had a good time. We appreciate the hospitality. Yeah, we bowled a little bit and drank some whiskey and talked. I about, brought the EverDrive. I really wanted to show you, but there's no time. It was just yeah. I mean, it was we would have to do it in this other room, and it wasn't really open for three people. I don't know. Mm-mm. So we did get to it, but I mean, you know, I'll try it out someplace at some point. Maybe I'll get one eventually. Yeah. It's going to be my new thing. I talk about a lot uh, to get used to it, I guess. The track and field too. We, we talked about it on our Patreon episode, but track and field too has the weird uh, Punisher style uh, shooting game. In yeah. there, so you should at least play it for that. <laughs> I need to boot it up. I haven't even tried it yet. In fact, I was like writing my notes out for this and I was like, yeah, I played track and field too. It sucked. And then I realized that wasn't what I played. I played uh, Olympics 1996 on my, Super Nintendo Everdrive, which feels a lot like track and field, but way shittier. And it's a shitty game. And I got really excited because I was like, Atlanta 1996, this might be like a pretty good looking game because it's such a late release, but it looks like crap. And it's obviously a piece of shovelware. So avoid it. I didn't pay for it. I would say the game probably bombed, but that would be weird because there's the bombing at the 1996 Olympics. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I had to explain it too soon. Anyway, that's it for me. Well, uh, besides my barrel and the strikers demo, one thing I just did today was I played a demo for the game Silt. You might remember this from the last Indie Direct, which yeah. looked a lot like um, Lim- um, it was one that looked a lot like Limbo. Limbo, it does Limbo swimming. Like Limbo. Yeah, I hear. I yeah. I saw it got some good reviews. It was uh, yeah. So it was so it was terrifying. Speaking of uh, games like that, uh, if you remember, I talked about how great the demo of uh, of Card Shark was, and that's getting like hella big praise because i said that game was great so play the demo of that as well while you're at it oh yeah and uh well i'm gonna i'm putting this on my list to buy because i really enjoyed the demo and i thought you know it, it yes it, it owes a lot to limbo but it lives up to it, it lives up to it certainly there were some moments in there where, where you know something jumped out at me i was i was startled and you know it's genuinely creepy in some spots uh, it, it was always intriguing and it adds a little bit more it, it doesn't exactly just copy limbo you know it's the style it's the gameplay but it has its own things too which is the main thing is um uh the main mechanic of the game so far anyway in the demo is possession so you possess all the all these different creatures different fish and sharks and things and you use them and their abilities to solve puzzles and play the demo the demo is 
really, really good, really charming in a creepy way. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm interested in this game now. It's on my list. I have it downloaded, but I haven't played it yet. Uh, also, they um, they released a demo for Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, what is it? It's not whatever it's called. It's not Three Houses, but it's like Three Hopes or something like that. Anyway, whatever the Muso Fire Emblem game is, you can download a demo of it. And it's basically the first however many hours of the game, and it continues into the regular game. So if you want to see what that game is like, you can play it for free and play like the first chapter of it. So I might check it out. I was going to try to check it out today. I just couldn't get around to it or didn't have enough time to get around to it, unfortunately. So I had to do other stuff. But yeah, no, I definitely do want to try the Silt demo because I thought it looked cool. That's it for me. I, there was there was one thing I wanted to mention, uh, just because it's kind of weird, and I actually forgot to mention it. Um, this happened earlier today. You know, as I was going to bed, one of my friends that I actually, you know, that I used to work with at Black Dog, um, posted on Twitter a fairly, you know, you never know what's going to go viral, and he posted this thing that was basically like a picture of some goulash he'd made, and he just said like, "Hey, sound off in the comments, like wherever you are in the world, and what you call this dish." That's all he said. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Uh, hopefully you get some comments or whatever. And I went to bed and I got up today and I was looking through trending, seeing all this stuff about, you know, like Kavanaugh had someone with a gun outside of his house and they're trying to push through some new like safety precautions for the Supreme Court. They don't do that when kids get killed. But, you know, when a Supreme Court justice is threatened, <laughs> they'll like push stuff through as fast as they can. But um, so I was just reading through all that. And then I saw his name's just George O O H and. He's my friend George that I've known for years, and he was on trending and, and nice. Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck? So I click on it, and it's just got thousands and thousands of views and comments, or not views, but you know, like uh, likes and comments. So at first, I'm just like, well, that's really cool. Like maybe because it's like it's like the food category, you know, that's one of the ones you don't see showing up as often in trending. Maybe it's just a little easier or whatever. Like I was trying in my head, I'm just like, well, you know, good for him. I made sure like I posted something, you know, and kind of like helped him spread the meme a little bit more. But then later on the day, I look and uh, Ian from the uh, CU podcast re- retweets that thing and oh, talks wow. about oh, really? he, his goulash. <laughs> and then later on, Nadia from Acts of the Blood God does it too. Oh, yeah. It's getting, getting, and I'm just like, holy the, shit, this is so weird. Yeah, It's so weird, man. That's cool. like, obviously, tweet. It feels kind of like I'm not trying to do any th- sort of stolen valor thing here. Like It's his tweet. It was a good tweet. I mean, it's just, it's so simple though. It's just like, I just have never known someone yeah. to like go viral. Like, well, I, to some extent on other media platforms like YouTube and stuff, but never on Twitter. I've worked on things that went viral, but it's not, I'm not in them, but there's stuff yeah. that was shot that I, like, did I had that some friends viral. that were in a band that back when YouTube used to have like one uh, spotlighted video every day, they got like the spotlighted video for the day and got millions of views. And that was pretty cool. But like I said, this was especially strange just because. All of a sudden, yeah, Ian from CU Podcast and Nadia are talking about goulash based on this post, <laughs> like in the comment section of this post. And I'm like, uh, uh, the worlds are colliding and I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's like so simple, too. It's just like, a, isn't it just mm-hmm. like, this is goulash, like, what did you call it, right? And that's... Well, he didn't even say the name of it. He was just like, what did you call it? Oh, I, I thought he said it was called, or well, I guess it's in the comments. It says like it was called goulash yeah. in Central Illinois. And there you go. But I did mention the, the time which Trey was part of this. I can't remember if we were like, we, we went to hang out somewhere, but you were like, give me a ride back to Lincoln. And uh, as we were, you know, we stopped by my family's house or you picked me up there. I can't remember what it was, but uh, my mom's like, do you guys want some food for the road? We're like, eh, we'll probably be fine. She's like, well, I could put it in like a bag for you. You could take it with you. We're like, sure. So she took like two like quart size sandwich bags, filled them with goulash 
and then gave us each like a, a plastic spoon to eat out of the bag. Yeah. And it was awesome. It's such a weird, yeah. It, it was, was so good. It was such a I weird I put thing. some cheddar cheese on top yeah. and like you could seal the bag up, you know, when you weren't eating it. It was just like like Canadian milk in a bag, but goulash in a bag. And yeah, that was that was my goulash story. So not oh, yeah. to uh, piggyback too much off of him, but yeah, that's the thing. Did you find it? the tweet right now. And this dish, I was there. My family, they called it burgoo. Really? Burgoo, Is that something yep. Polish? No, it was actually uh, my cousins on my Italian side who, who, who coined it in our family. Burgoo. I, I, think, I think it was like burger goulash. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Well, I guess like there's a, Hungar- a Hungarian version of it that Nadia posted that's like supposedly like the true version of it or what. Kind of the origin of it all. And that, and that concludes our uh, goulash podcast goulash for, this, for this year, for this for this week. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Let's Let us know in the comments if you want us to start a food podcast. <laughs> probably do that. Yeah, right. As long as we chew all of the food on mic, and that's just all it is. It's just eating live. We've done it before. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do other stuff. Anyway, let's take a break, and we'll come back and talk about our predictions and all that stuff. you it's me mario yeah you <laughs> subscribe to our patreon to hear our bonus shows which happen every month i'm a tired tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon feeding you the same old video game news on every single show ah spaghetti ah ravioli then expand Nintendo main expansion pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Domain. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over.
we're back from the break. Let's talk about our predictions. How do you how do you want to do this? Do you want to like alternate rows or something like that? Like it, it, everybody does like their top row and your second idea. row or whatever. So it's not just like you know. Um, we could just start there. I'll start. I guess I'll start with my top row. So this very first one on the left side was my very last one that I just could not think of anything for. So that's why it's this. Uh, it's the uh, a, the new AEW game info, <laughs> which. I'm hoping that eventually it'll be announced for Switch. I don't know. They never said it'll, it would be on Switch, but I'm still hoping against hope for that. It will be. I think that an announcement at this E0 is going to be a good bet. Yeah. I like calling it E0 because it's like pre-F0. I just noticed that yep. in the notes. I'm like, that's funny. Because <laughs> I called it E0 because I want to be like, you know, no E because there is no E E3, E nothing, you know, but... Now I just realized that it's like, oh, well, now it comes back to F-Zero, my favorite game that never gets announced every year for for uh, for the Nintendo Direct. So it's actually not on my on my thing this time. Number two, uh, number two on my top row, Metroid Prime 4. Uh, hey, we've got to hear something about that at some point, right? I put it at an off, those are the off blocks here, So because I didn't think it was going to happen, so that's why it's there. I think next year, next year. Right in the middle, I got Monster Hunter Sunbreak information, which that's coming out at oh, the yeah, end of June. Duh. We're going to see stuff about that. That's my, a safe bet. my middle blocks here are the ones that I 100% think is going to happen. Um, after that, this was a maybe one. Breath of the Wild 2 information. You know, I kind of left it vague. I was originally going to say Breath of the Wild 2 title, like a, which I think it stole from Jeremy because I think he said that. But uh, but now I just, I've said information for a lot of these. So something about Breath of the Wild 2 will, will be mentioned. And for my corner point is uh, information about the Dragon Quest 3 HD. 2D remake, the 2D HD remake, which was only announced on the Dragon Quest Direct, but it was announced that it was for Switch, so it's got to come around sometime, right? They got to talk about it on one of these directs. So the farther we get away with them not talking about it, the closer it gets as a possibility, in my opinion. I think nothing about Breath of the Wild, just because it was not that long ago they they announced that it was going to be delayed, hmm. and I think why drum up there's already interest in this game i think they'd rather distract with the you know strikers being out and whatever new game is coming up for for the fall um yeah i i don't know i I think it's not going to happen for zelda i mean that's a good point i mean it's you know a lot of times they they say well a lot of times they say this but then they don't do it they'll be like this direct is about like games that are coming out like in the rest of the year or something like that but they still put shit in there that doesn't come out in the year they they lie about that every time so you got to be you know (laughs) got to be careful about that there's still going to be one thing in there that's like oh yeah and by the way you know so but that's my first line what do you got we got a couple similar things on here uh breath of the wild 2 trailer is what i said but i think yeah i think it would probably have been better just to put breath of the wild 2 like any info but i feel like they'll at least give us a trailer maybe an updated trailer something to kind of a little bone to throw i don't know you guys might be right though about saving it for later when it's its own thing especially but uh i don't know i'm, I'm hoping and you know Nothing says the middle of June like a good Zelda trailer. Just get your blood pumping for the summer. Uh, <laughs> Fall Guys gameplay. So I think that the whoever's hosting the Direct is going to actually play a little Fall Guys. Mm. Maybe do like a couple different people together. It's sort of like give you a feel of how it's going to look and play on the Switch. And I think they're adding where they, they made it free to play now. So maybe they're going to add mm-hmm. some new modes and stuff. So I don't know exactly what, but it would be a good chance for them to just... It's in general, advertise it, but specifically show it on the Switch. I think we'll definitely get some Mario costumes and that kind of yeah. thing. Did Did you watch the Sonic Direct? Because there are actually Sonic costumes that are coming to to uh, Fall Guys yep. on the twenty mm-hmm. first. So there's going to yeah. be like you know ta- like Sonic Tails Knuckles outfits in there that you can run around with, and it's free on the twenty first. So it's Prime for this for this. I think. Speaking of Prime, the next thing I put there is, it is. Uh, <laughs> they're going to give us the name of Prime Four, which this is a, a pipe dream, but. 
It's like if they, we know it's four. They showed us four six years ago, five years ago, whatever it was. It's a long time ago. Now show us the name of it. So we'll have some letters to go after the number four. And it'll be pretty cool. Like if they gave us, even if it was called Prime Four. Ever. Sup. <laughs> it was just like three letters. That's still three times as much info as we had before. What about Prime Forever? Like Batman. That's forever. four times as much, but yeah. they reused the E. So it's kind of like three letters. I think that's possible. Because we've all heard recently in recent months about uh, hiring over at Retro Studios, and I think Nintendo is well aware that we've been that that those job postings have made the news every single time, and they're probably like, oh, we we gotta give them a little little something. I would really love to see something. I mean, it would it would set the internet on fire, very much like how the internet was set on fire earlier over the uh, pre order for Xenoblade Chronicles Three. <laughs> that's uh, I don't know if you've been following that at all, but that's pretty funny. It's more of the fire of anger. Some people are getting pretty pissed about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why uh, I saw, uh, don't get physical. I saw Casey, Casey, who we found on the show before, he was pissed. Yeah. I saw a lot of friends. Yeah. He was, he was tweeting at Nintendo being like, so are they sold out? Are you going to tell us? Yeah. Yeah. He seemed like he was pretty pissed. I saw, I saw friends, yeah, friends of the show, you know, people that I know that do podcasts or, or I've been on a show or whatever. Diff- you know, I saw people getting mad about it. So, yeah. I see. I'll play it. I see, maybe. I see you have a typo in your in your thing here. Do I? Yeah. Just read, oh, Splatoon just, three is what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. So the next thing is Splatoon three <laughs> test fire, and it's going to start. You know that day. That that could or be at that moment. Yeah, that, yep. that that could. That's a pretty good one. I didn't even. I put. Well, I might have put that game just on there in general. But yeah, no test fire. That's a, that's a pretty good guess. I mean, it's. I do this. I need point. to stop being so specific. I need to just be like Splatoon two info. But no, or Splatoon three info. The, yeah, Instead, I put test fire. That's what I've been doing. Now, <laughs> maybe we should we should score these right, and we should offer a bonus for being specific. Specific, okay. All, all of mine are very not specific. Not specific. <laughs> that's I'm why, pretty good at. That's why. I was usually, when to win. I get, I usually get like one pretty specific one. Yeah, like There's last year it was the game and watch. It was a Zola game and watch. I do believe. Mm. Yeah, which you did get. That. Uh, you got that. So the very last thing I put in, this is kind of just kind of just hoping for it to be a thing in case I ever wanted to buy one, was a Switch Lite price drop because they dropped the price of the base model Switch after the LED came out. They actually, they actually didn't, though, because I just looked yeah, it up. Did. Well, it's not on not on uh, Amazon. They didn't. It's still the same price. Oh. Well, is that new or is it like through other sellers or whatever? It's new. It says it says through Amazon Prime free delivery. I mean, every listing of Switch says two ninety nine on here. There's multiple. So, there's multiple ones. Weird. Well, the other day I was looking and everything was yes yeah, because because we because we talked about it on the show mm-hmm, and yeah. I mentioned it to somebody at at work and uh, and then then I looked it up and everything everything said two ninety nine. So I was, maybe it was just was a temporary thing sale. So. I was confused on that. So it just seemed like it was kind of across the board on different websites. But because uh, I looked on Best Buy and stuff, yeah. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, it just you know you, if they pushed it down to like one seventy five, no, they wouldn't do that. They do like one eighty, or they do like one sixty, or something like that. That increases the likelihood I'll want to buy one eventually, just to have it because I love handhelds. And now that the three DS is officially officially out of the game, um, maybe they maybe they would put a little love towards their dedicated handheld. But who knows? Probably not. It's just a guess. Well, it's probably not in the best interest, but you can buy refurbished ones from GameStop for 160. But there's a good chance that their Joy Cons might be fucked up, so it's probably not the best idea. 
Well, that's the beauty of that. If they drop yeah. the official price, then the refurbished ones go down, and then maybe you get one of those for like one twenty, which is even more compelling. That's my first line. All right. So for my first line, I have to first explain all right, my strategy for the corners. My strategy for the corners was not not to try and win the bingo or whatever. My strategy for the corners was to do like some kind of summoning to make these things actually happen. And so I, I call it the four corners of hope. <laughs> so we're starting with. I mean, it's also like knocking out six possible bingos in there. Because cor- those, okay. cause, cause those corners are very important. It's for the gr- it's yeah. for the greater good of actually of summoning these things to make them happen. So I went for number one corner. Number one is Chibi Robo. I think this is likely uh, if it, if it ever happens, it would be just the original game as a GameCube NSO. Uh, that's a you know that's a it's a great GameCube game that a lot of people have never played, and that's a prime candidate for NSO. Little hint for one of my other other predictions later on. So the second one is whatever Retro was working on before Prime Four. Let us know what, what was going on. I think maybe even paired with that uh, name of Prime Four, whatever it's going to be, a little hint of Prime Four. They'll also say, "Here's what we were working on beforehand." I thought they Let were. I, I thought they were on? working on Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong, like um, Tropical Freeze. They that did the Tropical Freeze, did. but that was like. Years ago, right? I mean, well, they they ported it to Switch, like. But I, I remember there was a there's a window though because they they ported it to Switch, right? And that that couldn't have taken a hundred percent of their staff. I'm sure that was some of their staff. And then Retro was not working on Prime Four. We all remember this. Yeah, it was Team some, Ninja. Someone else was working on Prime Four. So mm-hmm. what was Retro working on for like four years from the time that Tropical Freeze came out, the time that they got assigned to Metroid Prime Four? There, there was a recent podcast. I don't know what, I don't remember who exactly it was for, but they did do an interview with somebody who was like an ex rare employee. And I remember, retro? I remember they were not rare, a uh, retro employee. And uh, I remember them talking about how much the Zelda rumor screwed them over and how pissed they were about that. Like there was this What's rumor that they were oh. making a Zelda game, and then it turned out oh. that they were making Donkey Kong Country. And people were pissed that it wasn't this made-up rumor that they created, and they said that that really like kind of, kind of killed their momentum of just this fake thing that never existed. Mm. So I mean, I, I remember hearing that, and I was like, yeah, that sucks because people are dumb. Where they're just like, oh, we're just going to make up things because nothing's happening, and and the fact that our made-up thing didn't come true, we're mad. Like that was the same thing that happened <laughs> with the when the switch was unveiled, where people were like it was delayed. It's like it never had a date. Can't be delayed if it never had a date before. You're fucking stupid. You're just falling into the whatever. But do you have any thoughts on what they might have been working on for those couple of years? What what year did Tropical Freeze come out? I mean, Tropical Freeze, I felt like, came out kind of early. Like, wasn't it like second yeah. year of Switch? Like, second or third year of Switch? I'm talking about the original, about the the Wii U one. Because I don't think that... The oh, the Switch Wii, I mean, the Wii U one was... A whole lot. The Wii U one came out pretty, pretty quick. I think that was like the first or second year of, of Wii U. Because I remember getting it pretty early. Like, when I got... Because I bought a Wii yeah. U... And then I bought a Wii U Pro controller specifically so Jess and I could play two-player Tropical Freeze. And I had just got, and I feel like I had just got the system. So. Yeah, 2014. And I think like Jess like got it for me or like gave me a gift certificate or something, and I ended up getting a free controller for it, <laughs> which is cool. I still love those Pro controllers. I wish you could use them on Switch. February 14th, 2014 is when the original came out. And when did we hear about Retro working on Metroid Prime 4? Was that three years ago? I thought it was like 2019 or something because they said it was going to be done by 2022 yeah, and here we are. Okay. So <laughs> five years, <laughs> five years retro was working on something and it wasn't just the port of Tropical Freeze yeah. to Switch. 
So what was it? I mean, maybe they were helping with Breath of the Wild like everybody else was, but they weren't. But they weren't on. They weren't on the credits. So I don't know. I think we find out at this direct. Uh, the, my next spot is Game Boy NSO. We're gonna get we're gonna get an NSO announcement this year. I think Game Boy is the likely well candidate. There has there has to be something because we're officially. I mean, I think we're officially out of sixty four games. Like it's just Pokemon Snap is coming out this month, and then it's done. Then we have nothing else for the expansion pack. So they either need to announce more sixty four games or or that supposed Game Boy that was that was rumored for so long. I think Game Boy is going to be announced at this direct. Yep, and I think it'll be. I, I you know I'll make it part of my whole thing. Is I, I think maybe Game Boy and Game Boy Color that makes sense. I'd like to see all the you know Game Boy Advance as well. Yeah, but that's but not that's gonna maybe. that's not gonna happen though. I mean, if it do, if it does, it's not all gonna happen at the same time. That's, yeah, that's too much. And Game Boy and Game Boy Color, they'll announce those at the same maybe, time. Maybe maybe those two because they're similar. I would say right. that. Next up, supported by a recent rumor and I guess recent evidence, uh, Goldeneye 007. I think we're getting Goldeneye 007. I know Microsoft is getting it because it was just the evidence was that they found the, the achievements, achievements showed up. Yeah. They found the achievements on. And Microsoft systems. I think this is another one of those. I think if that's they're going to be crossed over to Switch because they'll yeah. want. I feel like if they're going to get it, then Nintendo's yeah. going to get it. Yeah, absolutely. And yep. I think and and yeah. So I mean, there's a there's been like rumors about that forever, and apparently they did do like an actual like HD version of it, but it got shut down for whatever trademark reason, like a long time ago. But aside from the whatever the other the Wii Wii version was, it wasn't even that game. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll play that. Now the question is to me: Will Goldeneye 007 be released on NSO or will it be its own separate thing? I don't know. I thought I thought maybe it would be NSO, but like I said, a, a lot of the problems I think ties to like the the you know the properties, like the 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 bond properties and all that stuff. Like yeah. that was really the difficulty with it was like what is the copyright and who owns it and all that. That's why it's really hard to re-release you know uh, licensed games like that. So I think if it's going to be on on the Xbox, it'll be a a remake and i guess it would be its own separate thing because that way you know microsoft would want nintendo players to come on and, and you know be part of the population keeping the game pop popular right so my last thing uh again the four corners of hope mm-hmm. here's the right corner it's mr gimmick surprise. i really want gimmick surprise to no one from well coming off mm-hmm. of your your uh plea to sunsoft last week yeah make it happen all right so Let's see, level two, let's call it. Row two here for me, going down. Uh, first, tickle, tickle, tickle. first one up is Shredder's Revenge release date. Everybody keeps asking for that, and it still has not happened yet. They will okay. un- unveil the, the, like- the release date of Shredder's Revenge. They told like so much stuff about it, and there's like a physical version now where you can get a free personal pan pizza and all this shit with it. That's <laughs> like the, it's trying to be like the original game or the Turtles 2 and all Say that. Say the date. And they, I feel like they're just, they're waiting for it to be on maybe some sort of presentation of some sort, maybe a direct of, yeah. some people might call them that. I feel like it's, they're waiting for something like that. And Ooh, that's what it's going to be. What, yeah. <laughs> what if it's an available now? Yeah. Or if, they, or if they just don't have tell you the release date and they just say, and it's now available today. Yeah. I, I would think they would try to, cause it's such a big release. I think they would try to like, I don't know, but I mean, cause there were like the, the pre-orders for the fiscal one, but it's like, when do you get it? You just give them money i guess i guess that's how it works for a lot of a lot of like record video game soundtracks too you just throw money and you get it whenever you get it you know it's not really there's never really a date but it's just like yeah you get it sometime this year so yeah shredder's revenge release date i think i I, we got to see that like i feel like they've been teasing it for too long and maybe they want some sort of big unveil of it uh fire emblem in uh, fire emblem heroes info of course that'll be on there because that's a pretty close release 
coming up. Uh, we talked that the demo is already available. You can already play the beginning of the game, so that's on there. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 information. That's a definite one because that's coming out in July. And maybe they can apologize again about all the about all the shit that happened with the pre-order. <laughs> so I just saw Wario 64 posted about an hour ago. Well, it was a retweet of an article of, from Nintendo of America where they're going to put these up for pre-order again at a later date. They don't say when. Yeah, yeah, I saw that as well. And some people are still mad about that, where they're like, what? And I also saw people were already selling their pre-orders for $350. So, <laughs> you know, it's that. It's bots trying to, be take, trying to take shit away, yeah. After my Xenoblade Chronicles 3 information, this is one that uh, we heard about a long time ago, but we haven't really heard anything about, and this one is Portal 1 and 2. Where is that game? Yeah. The, they'll, e- that. they'll either announce the release date or they'll say available now. That's my that's my prediction on that one. Portal 1 and 2. What the fuck happened? This next one is another one that spun off from a Japanese Direct, I believe, but Dragon Quest Treasures, which is a spinoff of Dragon Quest Eleven, was actually announced that I think it is actually coming to America. They didn't say what platforms yet, but it does totally look like it could run on Switch. So I think there's a good chance that we might see an announcement for Dragon Quest Treasures that is coming to Switch. It's a spinoff about Eric and his sister from Dragon Quest XI, if you remember those characters. And I thought it looked really cool. It was in that Dragon Quest uh, thing that we watched, Jeremy, and now they've officially said that it will be localized and sent to America. So since Dragon Quest and Nintendo, or well, you know, they've had such great sales for Dragon Quest XI and all the other ones, like, why would they not put it on Switch? So I feel like it is going to come to switch and maybe we'll see it in this direct and that's my that's my line there okay well this line for me wasn't all that exciting but there is a little a couple little repeats here um so bayonetta 3 info was the first thing i say just any info at all i forgot that even just say (laughs) it still exists yeah jen just mentioned it earlier i was like oh yeah bayonetta i forgot about that after that well i feel like that's a solid prediction just because if i keep guessing it it'll be right eventually i mean bayonetta will be on there and we, we got the unveil of it and it is supposed to come out this year so there could be like release date whatever info you have the unveil of it like a long time ago. remember the last video that we saw of it however long ago that was i thought we got it. Of it it was was wasn't it in remember the remember me it was like she was like winking at us she was like oh remember me we forgot about me or whatever like whatever she said wink wink to the fact that it hadn't been mentioned in so long and now it hasn't been mentioned in so long again Remember me? I feel like, but yeah. was it wasn't she in the in the Nintendo February direct? Like that was the last one that we got at the beginning of the year. I thought that she was at the end of that. If I remember, I think it was further correctly. away ago. But mm. It feels longer ago. I mean, well, February was a, was a long time ago. I, I almost put Bayonetta four because I, I in my head we're already on that one because three must have happened by now in my head. <laughs> it didn't. It's like it's like for the people that are asking for Mother Four now. <laughs> I also yeah, I've seen that. Thought that. So my next one is uh, a new, a new, new Super Mario Bros. Um, it's been a while since they made a new NS. And some people would argue maybe because of Mario Maker, we won't get any more of those games. I say Poppycock. Mm. They're really, uh, they're good games. They always turn out really good. And for the most part, and uh, people like them and they buy them. So why not just make some more? Make another one. Maybe put, uh, I don't know, put Birdo in there or something. They could play. Shoot some eggs. <laughs> It'd be great. Do you call it new new Super Mario Brothers though? Just just I, I don't know. I mean it's just it, you would just go with what the other ones are, I guess, and just It'll probably just be called Mario new Brothers. Super Mario Brothers Switch. Yeah. Or it'd be called yeah, they're probably not gonna get too Yeah. I mean there was the U one. I mean the last one we had was the U one and that was re released, of course, like from every, the Wii, like every yeah. like everything was. Yeah, the Wii U. Which one. was I think uh, they should take this opportunity to drop the new moniker. It was a bad idea way back when. I've said it before <laughs> on the show. Yeah. Calling anything new immediately dates it 
Like in a oh. year, it's it's not new anymore. But it always is. It's in the title. You say new. It's always new. You say this is new. Mm-hmm. Here it is. It's, new. it's still the new Adventures new, my, of T-Man, and that came out in 1990. <laughs> my new, uh, I mean, my new 3DS is always new. My new 3DS XL. Always. I was pissed like the real Ghostbusters. Those were cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't want to compare it. They didn't want to confuse it with the one with the fucking monkey. The, yeah. the other Ghostbusters show with the giant monkey. Something we probably all have on our card somewhere. I, I, in fact, I've already heard it. Uh, a new console on Nintendo Online. I think John said that. Um, mm. I didn't. Oh, Nintendo Switch like, Online. Yeah, I didn't care to like say what it would be. I Make mean, it broad. It's yeah. Yeah, exactly. Something new. Shit. Maybe they'll do the cur- Turbo Graphics or something like they did at the tail end of the Wii U. Like, let's bring it in as a space filler for the time being. And <laughs> Put it next. There's to some the good games, games on Turbo Graphics. Yeah. Yeah, Turbo Sky. I'll, I mean, those those bonk. I'll play some bonk. The bonk, yeah, the yeah, yeah. bonk, and Air Zonk and stuff like that. Those games. Yeah, are there's fun. some good shooters. Splatterhouse, sure. Splatterhouse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, new console on Nintendo Online. Um, then I, I was like, hey, you know, this game's been out for a bit, and people keep saying how great it is. Why not some DLC for Kirby in the Forgotten Land? I played that game too, but I was just I was playing it at work, and I was just playing the tilt. There, there's like little tilt boards in there that you can do with your yeah. controller, and I've just been playing those because they're fun. But yeah, no, I could I could see there being more Kirby stuff. I think that's likely. Been out, it's been out for a bit. Maybe out of online multiplayer of some form or something along those lines. Then lastly, uh, more info about Super Nintendo World because it does kind of seem like there's a lot of. Shit coming out about that. Uh, John posted something recently about uh, one of the like uh, the main rides, the Mario Kart ride. Mario Kart ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that uh, at uh, Super Nintendo World Hollywood, which we'd seen about the Mario Kart ride in Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm not really clear what. Um, I, mean, I guess this was just news for the American audience that, that there's a Mario Kart ride. It it seemed kind of like yeah, I already knew what this ride was because mm-hmm. I saw the Japan one. But yeah, more's coming out about it. So. I think maybe they could talk about it at the direction. Maybe Charlie XCX will do another song about it. You never know. Maybe so. Was there a song about it? Yeah, like there was uh, in that in that uh, sort of debut video of Super Mar- uh, Super Nintendo World, where everybody was running around and collecting coins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that like short direct that was kind of yep. That was ho hum with Miyamoto. So yeah, I think it's time for another video about that shit. So I figure that's a solid guess. I'll take it. Sure. My line two begins with a new wave race. Why not? I mean, I've said it a bunch of times in these. I'd like to so see one like, cards. It's gonna be like flock of seagulls driving around. Like what's up? Right again, like like one of those one of these times is gonna be right. So I'm gonna keep putting on the bingo card. We need a new wave race. It's a long yeah. dead franchise. And who come on, Nintendo? You're the master of water. <laughs> right. I, I do. I do like the idea of a racing game just involving new wave bands, as Jeremy was saying there. <laughs> I would. I would. I would totally buy that game. <laughs> I want to. You're wanna, like racing on like sine waves, and I, I want to play as New Order. What are the other ones? New are? Order versus <laughs> Flock of Seagulls or whatever. It'd be fun. Uh, Star Fox. We need Star Fox. Maybe it'll just be the the Wii U game that they finally poured over. Fix it. <laughs> Try to make it playable or fun to play. I guess. Take that, away the elements that, that made it supposed to be a uh, Wii U system seller. Supposed to make it cool. Just release that <laughs> fucking. Just release that that robot game. I guess you need two screens for it, right? Guard. Oh, that uh, game was cool. Guard, yeah, that was, that was best, fun. That was yeah. the best thing for any of this. Because we're getting Game Boy NSO. Of course, we're getting Game Boy Tetris. I'm calling that. That's a must. Oh, so you got a game double. Tetris. You got a double dip yep. in there almost. Pretty much. Oh yeah, I'm doubling down on the Game Boy. I'm I'm more than doubling down on the Game Boy coming to NSO. Yeah, Game Boy Tetris. Coming to NSO. Uh, next up, I got Donkey Kong, but I think it's going to be a. I just said Donkey Kong in general. I think it's going to be a new Donkey Kong game for the Switch, and I think it's not going to be Donkey like, Kong 64 HD. It's going to be like Remaster. Donkey Kong <laughs> Tea Time with Mr. Bean or something like that. 
because he's British, don't you say? <laughs> yeah, he is British. That's true. How does that <laughs> news today? How, how does that work? Like, is that just like some weird like back lore that, that Miyamoto had about so the original Donkey Kong or something? It was a. It was in two thousand. I guess Nintendo toys were at Burger King, and it was on like a Burger King menu or something. <laughs> It was where is Donkey Kong from? London choice question. London, okay. And or he's wherever. from the UK. He's from the yeah. United Kingdom. So he's actually from Leeds. Yeah, he's from Wales. I mean, they need something. They need something out of there. But I think we'll get a new Donkey Kong game. I think it's time for another re- reinvention. We've had a couple of the you know the, the was Donkey Kong Country Returns and the Tropical Freeze. And I think it's not going to be like that. I think it'll be something new. Maybe a 3D dunk. Jungle Beat game. 2. <laughs> hey, I'll take that. Re-release the bongos. Come on. Jungle Beat 2, but you have to use the uh, the drum pad from the uh, from those Taiko okay. Drum Master games. And then last on my row is Batman Arkham Collection. This was rumored a while ago, just a couple months ago. Oh, yeah, ago. it was. It was. I haven't heard there. anything about it. Did, yeah, so. Was there Arkham on the Wii U? There was, was there, yeah. There was there a couple was of them. It was, what was it? Arkham City and Arkham Origins were both on Wii U. And Arkham City had some extra Wii U shit that you could do. Like it had like an extra Batman armor or something like that. It's like Wario's overalls or something. There was like two, there was double screen stuff you could do like with the Wii U pad and all that. I remember that, like people talking about it. And that's the end of your uh, line there. Our our next lines here will be shorter because this is the one with the star in the middle. So it won't be as much. Uh, Mine is, uh, so I put the Star Wars Hunters information. If you remember that game, Star Wars Hunters was supposed to be the free-to-play online third-person shooter deathmatch game. It's been sitting on the eShop forever at the very bottom that says 2022. Uh, We didn't really get much of any info from it when it came out, and I'm still waiting for them to just show some more shit. I think there was a little bit unveiled from not not Celebration, but from something else. Like, I did see, like, some video of it, but Nintendo's never shown it. So that was just kind of a shot in the dark one. But I was like, you know, why not? We haven't heard much about Star Wars Hunters for a long time. Uh, Splatoon 3 information, like, that's a, you know, I figured that's like 100% going to happen because Splatoon 3 is so close. This is my one that I always wanted to put on the on the bingo, but I finally did it. We're getting a cloud game, <laughs> a game that's based on the cloud because we get those every time. So that's that's my that's my uh, thing for that. I didn't even think that I could have just put that. I was thinking yeah. a very similar thing, but in my head I was like, "But what game would it be?" So I didn't listen. Oh no, just I just put cloud game because I remember John saying that, and I was like, "Yeah, I should do that next time." So I just remembered it in my mind. Um, and then after that, of course, is Mario Strikers information because it's coming out soon, and I'm sure they'll say something about it. Even if it's already out, they'll just be like, hey, there's this game that came out. It's Mario Strikers. Or maybe they'll announce some new shit that's coming to it. You know, whatever. Just needs to be mentioned, and that would get me a mark. Maybe the crowd will be hitting around a big, giant, inflatable soccer ball. Mm-mm. Alrighty, uh, this row will be a little shorter, because this is the one that has a star in the middle. <laughs> Everybody starts there with that with that line. So I figured I was going to uh, hope for the best, maybe put this into existence and an improvement on the nintendo app because it's basically useless because it sucks you can't even you can't even use it for um switch sports we tried to use it yeah and you can't i, I actually opened the app again and it, it does not show it as there does not show it as a game that uses voice chat in the app so so what the fuck man a major miss <laughs> they're they're uh either they're abandoning it entirely which is probably what's happening or uh they're gonna improve it because they've got two potentially huge esports titles coming out you know mario strikers and splatoon mm-hmm. 3 so now's yep. the time to make that make to that app sing better. so to speak do it better make it make it something that you're actually going to get people to want to use because you know that's probably good you get further engagement that way and you're, you're building your fan base bigger do that shit so yeah fix that nintendo app 
uh, or make it better, burn it to the ground, start it over again, whatever you got to do. <laughs> this next one's a pipe dream too. <laughs> but I've always thought this, even with the Steam Deck coming out, I still think it's in Steam's best interest to allow you to play Steam games on the Switch. And they could do that through some cloud-based system. They already do that with Steam Share, I think is what it's called, where you can do it locally with a Steam, uh, a Steam link, which I own. I don't ever use it. But how hard would it be to do something similar where you're essentially streaming video to the Switch at a good enough rate? And then maybe certain games that are already compatible with the Switch Maybe those would be downloadable. I don't know. It, like I said, it's a, it's a pipe dream, but Steam must realize, like, or Valve rather, even if they have their own handheld, like they could have so much more of a install base if they just bit the bullet and made their shit shareable on all the stuff. And then it, then they're going to get ahead of the other companies that publish titles on the Switch. You know, that bring games that have already been on Steam over, and they can just kind of keep it in their wheelhouse and maybe make more money in the meantime. I don't know. It's something I've thought about for a while. Um, it's something that even I think Sony might have alluded to at some point that they might do, uh, or maybe that was just conjecture at the time. But well, they did it with the baseball game. I guess so, yeah. But it's not quite the same. I'm just thinking, like, just in general, your Steam games you can play them on the Switch through some sort of program or whatever um, through streaming. For my D, I have another Souls remake. So I think in the summer they're probably going to announce more. Elder Ring's still popular. Uh, people love Souls games, and I don't know if I don't think Dark Souls Two is on. Switch, yeah, there's only it? one. There's just the one Dark Souls game that's on there. So, so if they no... did a Star Star Dark Souls Two remaster, that's the kind of thing I could see happening, or even like bringing Bloodborne or something like that to the Switch um, and making it work. I guess you wouldn't necessarily need to remaster it, but maybe they would because it came out. I, I think mean, it came out in like 2014. It's a pretty old game. Not blood. So I mean, it's like, why not Bloodborne? Bloodborne was like. A PlayStation 4 game. Yeah. So it was like 2014, right? No. <laughs> the PlayStation 4 isn't that old, I didn't think. Is it? I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's definitely a generation ahead of the Switch, though. I don't think... PS4 is no, that No, I'd, yeah. I'd say Switch is on par with the PS4. No, it's um, not. It's, it's not, though. I mean, it can't run things as well. As, no, that's as true, because the they never can. brought Red Dead or anything. Um, oh, and even, no, do, and like even Doom. Even Doom looked much, much different on, on that compared to the other one. Well, you know what? I'm still going to say it. They know they can make money put more souls on the switch so they're gonna do it and i think this summer is a good time to do it 2015 yeah it's much older than i thought but i just figured since it was always a playstation exclusive that it would always remain as i was close exclusive but yeah no it's a lot longer than you think i guess yeah i didn't realize i don't know so i think 2014 has been out for a couple years also ps4 was released um last thing uh a new music game that's a really broad one. I said a nice broad one, but anyone who listens to the show knows how much I love I mean, music could, games, and could, yeah. I would just let's just get some more. It could easily happen. I mean, we had a new new music game ish that came out on that Nindie Direct, you know, the like sound, yeah. whatever, whatever it's called. So there's a good chance of it. I mean, it could even just be a game about a guy singing or whatever, like that one, like where you play and they sing to you. So songs for it'll the, most certainly be uh, uh, what just dance. Yeah, I think I mean every every year. I thought I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably there was a new one of those. I was going to be a little more specific originally and be like a first party Nintendo game, but DD, probably not. DDR Mario Mix 2 on Nintendo Switch. There you go. Switch music. <laughs> yeah. And that rose short. This next one's going to be a star. little bit. <laughs> yeah, this next one's going to be a little bit shorter because this is the line with the star in it. So. <laughs> I'm going to keep all these in here just because it's. Because uh, <laughs> why not? I'm saying we're going to get a new Wario Land. Time for a new Wario Land game. When was the last time we had one of those? 
Was it the one on the Switch? GameCube. No, one one of the game. No, no, the one on the Wii. Uh, Shake it. Oh yeah. Warrior Land. Shake it. Oh yeah. Shake it. Mm. That game was. That was the last one. I like that game because it's all hand drawn. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the animation was cool on that one. Yeah, new Warrior Land games. About time. Let's let's make it happen. Uh, A new game and watch. I don't know which one. I didn't say which one. You know, we thought Kirby earlier this year, but I don't know. Kirby's anniversary is coming and gone. So I don't know. Maybe Metroid. I don't know. I would like. I would get a Metroid one if it would. It had like Metroid one and two on there. That'd be cool. Super Mario Land coming to the Game Boy because Game Boy is coming to SO. <laughs> he did a bunch of Game Boy, yeah, Game Boy games that are part of it as well. If it does get announced, I'd be very surprised if Super Mario Land was not on there. My last thing is uh, uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. We're going to get the new release date. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one that just got kind of buried because of the Ukraine stuff. Because of the war, yeah, I think. It's like. I think uh, that they're. Ready, ready to announce a new date for that. I mean, it was done. It, it it even came out to some people. Like some people got it like accidentally. Right. Like it was completely completed. So I don't know. All right. Next, second to last one. Uh, this I kind of pulled from one because I know this one was announced. Uh, this is you know going from the uh, NIS the ease uh, you know producers. Uh, Trails from Zero, the Trails from Zero games, which are which have been announced for the Switch. I think they're coming out in August. But some information about those games is what I was thinking. Trails from Zero. I've seen a lot of people talk about it on my RPG group that I'm on on Facebook. So that's something I'm looking into getting. Uh, no Man's Sky information. There was a oh, ru- yeah! There was a rumor saying that No Man's Sky for Switch was pretty close to being done. So we may see a release date on here or maybe just a fucking mention of it again. I don't know. It, it seemed like they were itching to say something about it. So that's what I'm saying. Well, that's an old enough game. It could be a day and date release, uh, Shadow Drop or whatever. Yeah. Is that what they, they did that with Subnautica, didn't they? I think they did. I think they. I think they released it when they said it. This is the one uh, that came off of the rumor that was fo- that was fake that uh, that Game Explained did that was wrong because I said it was wrong. New Mario Kart Eight courses announced in the in the Nintendo Direct. So that's that kind of goes along with like Nintendo Switch updates, but whatever. I made that one specific. Also, this one I think is going to happen just because it got announced for PlayStation. But I think Tunic is going to be announced for the Nintendo Switch because. Tunic was a Xbox exclusive, timed exclusive, and it's a Zelda game with the Fox dude, and apparently it would be great on Switch, so that's what I'm saying. Announcement there for Switch. Also, just because there's been so many rumors of it, Hollow Knight Silk Song. There it is. I put it in there. So they're going to talk about the fucking Hollow Knight Silk Song, because I kept mentioning that, and if they were going to talk about it, it would be in an official Nintendo Direct. It's not going to be in an indie Direct. It's going to be, because it's got too much of a following and all that. It would be in its own Direct, so... That's my last one for that line. All righty. We're getting to some uh, tried and true classics in this line. So I didn't I didn't really employ much strategy. I kind of waited a while to do this. I've been sort of writing it in my head, but there wasn't much strategy to how I laid my shit out. So you might notice a bit of a, uh, a drop in quality as we keep going. Uh, so my first one's Rare Replay on Switch. I really want that to come out on Switch so bad. So I'm still holding on to hope that eventually we're going to get Rare Replay. Uh, new Switch Peripheral. How do you guys like that? Uh, that could be anything, really. Uh, but could be. something. I'm thinking something along the lines, you know, a Switch like Pencil. The, uh, I'm thinking something along the lines of the fitness or, you know, the, the ring fit thing yeah. or mm-hmm. the, the leg strap. But maybe, you know, fingers crossed. Head strap. Something to allow a second screen through, you know, a Chromecast like device. Or through, your, or through your phone or something. Oh, so you can which cast make, it to the TV. Which would also make uh, DS games more of a likelihood to, and 3DS games as well, mm-hmm. uh, being ported to the Switch. Um, next one, this is what I just kind of thought of randomly because I don't think I've ever heard anyone mention this before on any of these directs, but Mother 3, maybe? 
<laughs> I thought that was funny that you had it on there. I was like, hey, Mother 3, yeah, and nobody's ever said that maybe they should put that on or localize it. A lot it of people don't know, but that game never came out here. It was a, a Japanese exclusive, and did it come out in Europe for the... No, it was never... There wasn't an English version of it that came out. It was only okay. in Japan. Yeah, because well, I think there's a chance that just, right. by, just by saying something about it on this podcast, that Nintendo will hear, and Nintendo will listen. <laughs> yeah. They'll realize... Well, they don't really know that. From they probably don't know, somewhere. yeah. Yeah. My uncle that works at Nintendo, he listens to the show. So I mean, I I know that he's <laughs> he's uh, he's he's working on that Mother Three. I feel like the right person to ask about this would be someone like Reggie. I know they don't work at Nintendo anymore, but <laughs> they might have some info for us. <laughs> they, uh, I mean, they've He'd appreciate that question. It is. I think I mentioned it before, but I was like, I was waiting for some Nintendo Direct to start, and you know, you can see like the comments of everybody on the side, and and then people were saying like Mother Four. It's like you got tired of asking for three, you're just skipping to the next number. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mother Four. Well, they wouldn't just, give us three, then give us four. Just make us a new one. Fuck that one. Just make another one. Make a brand new one. Next one, uh, I think John said on his last line, new game and watch, because that worked out well for me last year. In fact, that was the one where I specifically said Zelda game and watch. And it got announced, and I felt like I created it out of nothing in my head. Um, Thank you. That, for that obviously isn't the truth. If I could f- manifest things, um, I wouldn't be wearing this these pants right now. <laughs> They're just old pants. I want new pants. But yeah, new game and watches is just something I really want right now. I've got it like I've got my two game and watches on opposite sides of my monitor. So I guess I'd put it in the middle. You know, I'm just kind of thinking where I would put it, and I, I just need it. So. Yeah, Kirby's a solid thought. Metroid would be better. In fact, Metroid with the Super Mario Bros. coloring would look so cool. Oh, it would be it. Wouldn't they want to make it like orange? Maybe. More like a Samus, Still. like gold. I'd make gold, it a gold, silver gold orange. Yeah, reflective but, of the box. Yeah, it's just, I, I love the way the Zelda one looks, but I love the way the Zelda one looks, but I still think the Mario one's cooler. Like the, the overall aesthetic of it, just in my mind. It's too obscure, but I want them to make a game of watch, a game and watch of game and watch games. Yeah, actually, do one that just has the original ones on there, or you could even just oh, do the there, yep. the Game Boy re-releases that they did. Those those are really good. Like they did a bunch of them, like four or five of them, put them all on there. And then finally, here's a thing that gets announced from sometimes at E3s, and that's when Nintendo announces some sort of like partnership with a, a company like Uniqlo or something like that, where uh, there's some clothing. Yep. Yeah, so like some sort of Nintendo clothing items. Uh, are they going to be available to everybody? I don't know, but. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a it's a something worth guessing, especially if they're kind of reaching for news. They might talk about new clothes coming out, like some uh, Tom Nook like boots or something. <laughs> Can't have enough Animal Crossing clothes. Start of my row four is Crazy Taxi. This is supported by the recent uh, news, or I guess it was a rumor more that Sega was working on some kind of super game series. Right? Remember that? I thought it was from Sega. Like, well, because they did, because I thought that Sega did actually say that they were working on bringing back a bunch of their old titles, and that was, right. and that fell and, in there as well. And I, I guess the news was one part of the news was was Crazy Taxi. I think that makes absolute sense. There's no official Crazy Taxi on the Switch. We heard last week that the uh, with Taxi Chaos was not up to snuff. Heard, it, heard, heard it from me. <laughs> heard it from me because I played it. We need the real deal. Bring us Crazy Taxi on the Switch, please. Could be just a collection of the old games. That's fine with me. Or make a new one. I don't care. I'm crazy for Crazy Taxi. And I want that on the Switch, please. Next, this was just one out of the blue. And I just realized that we haven't had an NBA Jam game in a long time. Not since that 2010 one on the Wii, right? That's the last NBA Jam that we've had, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, it was. I think it was re-released on PS3 after that. But yeah, it was the it was the only one. Time for a new one. Come on. I mean, I, mean, I guess there's play, there's NBA years. there's NBA playgrounds, but that doesn't really count. Not the real deal. We need jam. J A M. That's how you spell it. Not playgrounds. That's way too many letters. <laughs> yeah, I, I want NBA Jam. Uh, I love that series. I've been thinking about it because I've got the arcade one up, and I want that NBA Jam one up. And I was actually talking about it with my coworker the other day, and come to find out, he actually has a full size NBA Jam cabinet, an actual arcade cabinet. Oh, cool! What? It's been on the mind, and uh, yeah, bring a new one, a new one to the Switch, please. You could use that uh, employee discount to buy uh, materials to build your own cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the wires. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Just the wood, just the wooden part, not the TV. My next one is I'm going hard on the Game Boy. It's Game Boy Joy-Con with D-pad, with functioning D-pad. I've had this on my list a couple times. Now I think that's gonna happen. I think that when they do the Game Boy Advance, uh, excuse me, when they do the Game Boy, uh, they're going to do the Game Boy Joy-Con and they're gonna have an actual D-pad on it. That's going to happen, for sure. People have been crying for an actual D-pad on the Joy-Con. Best chance they're going to get is when they do uh, Game Boy on NSO. And how else would they do the Game Boy quote-unquote controller? They'd just make new Joy-Con that are themed after the Game Boy. That's it. Maybe have the uh, little middle part, even if it's not functional as a charger or whatever, have it somehow create like the that Super Game Boy controller that existed or maybe have it look like a game boy in some way something like that yeah mm, yeah yeah that's been a returning one on your bingo card for a while that's definitely gonna happen i think i'm feeling good about this time about this quote-unquote e3 it's the year of game boy for sure uh next it's been what five years since odyssey we're okay. gonna get something about a new mario 3d platformer since whenever the, yeah since whenever the switch launched so 2017 yeah i thought it was 2016 17 was it march 20 it was march 2017 when the switch launched and then i think it was that summer or maybe that fall it, i mean uh, it was the same it was the same out. year because yeah. we got because we got yeah. mario and, and zelda in the same year in the in the opening year 2017 yeah so five years ago. so it's been five years it's time to give us something on a new mario i think that happens at this direct what do you think are the odds i don't know i mean they got a uh, you know six they... percent <laughs> Six to six? Seven percent. Mm-hmm. Maybe nine. Even if it could be like Mario Odyssey 2. Yeah, I don't know. Cause, well, I mean, I figured they were still trying to get Zelda out of the gate, and then maybe we don't have a Mario yet. But it, yeah, it is. Mario has been silent as far as the 3D Mario goes. I mean, we all just want a sequel to, to the Bowser game, whatever it's called. That'd be great. On the, the Bowser's Fury. Yeah, Bowser's Fury. We just want to see that, but bigger, with more levels, with more areas. But we don't have the big uh, winter game yet. You know what? What? what it, I know there's a new Pokemon coming out, but Pokemon is kind of its own thing, right? So Mario Odyssey. Why not Mario Odyssey too? I almost put uh, speaking of Mario stuff. I almost put the Mario Mario Rabbids game, but there's like a but isn't there like a Ubisoft event also? So I left it off. Because, oh yeah, because normally be they fun. announce their stuff on there. And there's like a Rabbids party game that's on. It's like coming I up on that. the eShop. Yeah, that I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I almost put that down too. But once again, Ubisoft thing. Ubisoft thing. They'll be it'll be on that. My last box is Bayonetta three. There it is. Yep. There's a good chance that we'll see it probably. All right. Final line here. This is a uh, Pocky and Rocky Reshrined. It's coming out at the end of the month for America. I have been playing it the Japanese version because I'm so entitled to this game. I've played it before all of you, so I'm better than all of you. No, uh Pocky and Rocky Reshrined is coming to America soon, so I think we're gonna see a mention of it on there on the on the direct. 
Makes total sense. This next one does not exist yet, but I believe that it might. And that is, instead of the remaster, fuck the remaster, I'm not even thinking about those anymore. I'm thinking about Final Fantasy, a Final Fantasy game that's a 2D HD game. That could be any of them, but they're just going to do a single one in the 2D HD style and release it as that. And they're not doing the remasters for Switch. They realize they can make a lot more money if they just do like 4, 5, and 6 or whatever, you know, in the 2D HD style. So I'm still, I'm still going on that one. And continuing on in the Square Enix world... Live Alive. Live Alive is close to coming out, so we're going to see some Live Alive information on this direct. It's coming out a week before Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and it's also in my middle line here, which I think are all 100% ones. And then just because I have to every time, some sort of new Ease game. It could be a remake, it could be Ease 10, you know, whatever. Let's talk about some Ease. So that's that's another thing I always put on there. And then, of course, the big one that you've all, everybody else has already talked about. Um, some Nintendo Switch information. Could be Game Boy, could be new Nintendo 64 games. Because like I said before, they ran out of 64 games. It's just it's just Pokemon Snap, and then we're done. So there's got to be a new list of them that they're announcing. And plus there was that, like, whatever, that sort of leak, like uh, Mega Dive thing, whatever, where they found all the extra, you know, spots for, for games. So I think there's a good chance that's going to happen. It was part of my four corners of things that I'm going to, that I think are going to happen, for sure. So Nintendo Switch Online info. I mean, I, I think it's going to be, it may not be new systems, but we're going to hear something about Nintendo Switch Online. You could have just put that on there and you get an automatic mark for it. All righty, my final line. You can really tell I was running out of ideas here. Very first thing I say, return of Club Nintendo. They're going to bring it back and they're going to bring it back with cool stuff. They already have it though, right? I mean, yeah. Was, isn't it? Already... It's not called, I don't know what it's called. I mean, you still, there's still something like on that where you can get stuff. With well, it's like my stuff. Nintendo yeah. rewards now, but I'm saying, I'm saying like actually bring back Club Nintendo, like uh, the okay, moniker, that's right. Club Nintendo and kind of maybe, I don't know, much like I was saying about like the app, like just make it make more sense and be more accessible. Make it better. Yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. After that, I said new Genesis games because those can drop whatever and uh good good guess. It's a good guess. Same with uh, more Nintendo 64 games cuz like well I actually said teased, but um like Trey was saying there's we don't really know if there's going to be any more. I and mean, we ran out of all the ones that they Yeah. I mean well whatever some sometime in June. I should have said But they could be like here's five more of, of Pokémon yeah. Snap cuz that's coming. Yeah. They could be like here's five more. And that would be the end of it. Like maybe yeah. not even do anything, but <laughs> yeah. that's why I said tease, like because that's what they did with the N64 specifically. Here's Wave Race. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the ones that have already Next, come out. Another return, Return of Labo. Oh really? We're not done with Labo yet. We thought they were done with Labo. Nope. Labo comes bring back. Labo back. Comes back from its cardboard resting place. This time it'll have special Switch OLED edition VR. It it uh, it rises it rises from its grave and and puts itself back together and then walks out of the ground as whatever yeah. it is and then walks into the ocean and you're like no my switch <laughs> you can't get wet <laughs> I, w- I would like to see a better Labo VR I mean yeah I, I tried it again with the OLED and it just looks blurrier because the screen is nicer really and brighter yeah yeah it just it just looks worse <laughs> it just highlights how shitty it is because the, the screen makes it where it look worse yeah but yeah my final thing uh switch to eluded or shown this is a fucking mm. why am i putting these in the corner i need to learn how to do bingo cards this is not going to happen but you know what in the on the off chance that they at least say hey we're working on the new switch this counts because i say it eluded sure or show sure, uh, whatever guess, the yeah. the successor to the switch is or the next model or, or whatever like that i'm kind of just kind of lumping that all together here but i did specifically say switch 2 even though i hope they call it something cool like super switch or uh switch 128 or something like that i hope they call it double switch after that shitty sega cd game uh-huh. 
they should. So uh, my next one, and again, we're talking about the, the four corners of hope here, starting with Shenmue. Bring Shenmue to the Switch. There's three of them. You put them in a nice package. Uh, I think everybody would like Shenmue on Switch, me included. Make it happen. Next up is uh, Jet Set Radio. This is part of that same crazy taxi talk where they were talking about having a super game or bringing back like old series and all that stuff, uh, making them into triple A series. Jet Set Radio, make it a make it a, a Switch game. We got that Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, which is uh, yet to come out. Oh yeah, that made it there back then. There could be some but stuff that, about that. That's probably going to be present as well. But I want the real deal. I want Jet Set Radio. Make it happen. My next one. Now, you, you will remember that my Game Boy predictions have all been number three. They've all been number three in, in the... Oh, you're planning order. on so get, getting so the center. So they're the center, they're the center row, right? So here's how, how much I believe in this next one. I put it at the end of the, these Game Boy predictions. I put something completely different. I put that we're going to get GameCube and SO. That's right. I think we're getting Game Boy and GameCube all in one. Why? Because highly unlikely. <laughs> I mean, I would love it. I would love it, but I don't. Well, I think it's we had the N64 and the Genesis for the last big one. And I think for E3 or not E3 or whatever this is, they got to go big. And they really want people to get that that uh, NSO service. And I think that would make a big splash to have both of those Game Boy and GameCube on NSO. And then they don't have to release uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy, which never existed. They could, uh, I mean, that could have been what Retro was working on if that did actually exist. <laughs> that would have been what they were working on, right? Because they're all retro games and changing the control to work with the Switch. I don't know. I mean, I would love to see Game Boy, GameCube games in there. I just feel like that's too much for Nintendo to give away because they could sell those for $60 each and people will buy them. Yep. So, I mean, you know, they're too nice. Too nice. Those Game Boy, GameCube games are too nice. We need to resell them in packages that will go away soon enough i mean with the exception of mario 3d all-stars which is what the fuck Where yeah did that game come from yeah i mean that was the only one that's like the only GameCube re-release we've really gotten from them from it kind of seems like a fever them. dream like i guess like when i guess like when wind waker and twilight princess were GameCube mm-hmm. re-releases but i mean as nice as gamecube games are they're 20 years old at this point like they're securely definitely retro retro oh yeah, yeah. and uh they're not as nice to the younger generation as they are to us nope. so i think depend yeah depending on what it is but yeah no uh yeah I, I love gamecube but i don't think many games hold up like they do on you know going way back to the nes and the, especially the snes like those games are just unless you're talking about timeless the, unless you're talking about the gamecube games that came out in 2000, sure, 2002 sure because the those uh, nes games the, the ones that were were great they had the simplicity on their side which made them timeless which there might have been some great gamecube games that by now by today's standards not so great anymore you know still some of the best games of all time though wind waker yeah metroid prime yeah. gamecube games i'm just saying right gamecube is like probably one of my favorite systems ever because there are well that's, many... that's the one you had when you were a kid that's why <laughs> yeah I, I had it when i was the young, <laughs> when i had it when i had it when i was the young age of 21 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, GameCube NSO, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be paired with the Game Boy. I think it's going to happen this year. I'm betting big. Uh, next up, betting not so big is Splatoon 3. That's a that's a lock. That's, that's an totally going to be there. Yep. And then last of my corners of hope is uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. I'm bringing it back. I'm going to say Grand <laughs> Theft Auto 5 again. Bringing back the old one. I mean, you yep. got you got three of them on there. You got you got your yep. three. True. 
Can't use three Grand Theft Autos. What if four? What if it was four? That's all you need. Yeah. A lot of people stand (laughs) by four being the best one. I still think five is more fun, but I never got into four that much. I I own it. I just never really got into it. I never played either of them. Yeah, it wasn't that different from the other. It was just prettier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Well, that's our list. So there are the lists. Find out soon. And we uh we, we gotta, hope we find out soon. We gotta wrap this up soon, but we should I mean, if there's anything really, really quick you wanna say aside from that, one thing I think is funny is that the Bill and Ted NES games are getting released on Switch. That's just hilarious. Yeah. You don't need to say well, much wait. more than that. Those games are terrible. I don't know who <laughs> wants to play them again, but there they are. Well, I think that somebody will buy them. You know, Bill and Ted has a uh, big fan fan base and I think uh, limited run is going to be the ones putting them out. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They, they only, they're a very successful company at this point. So they must have done their research and figured out that somebody out there wants these Bill and Ted games, you know, at the right price. But somebody might be me, even though the games are bad. You know, I think it's kind Wild of. Wild Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the, the announcement that was made was that there's two Bill and Ted games coming to the Switch. And immediately I thought that this is going to be like a Pokemon style where it's two of the same game. One's one, Bill like, and one's Ted. Yeah, excellent, yeah. excellent adventure, Bill. Excellent adventure, Ted. Yeah, no, when I, I, when I, I saw when you put that on there, I was like, yeah, and you'll have different historic figures that you can pick up in each game. So Ted's version like will, have, will have Joan of Arc, and Bill's will have Socrates, <laughs> and you can trade them or something. And there's only like five on each game, and they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like, okay, that was one of those, like, what the f- Honestly, I thought it was a fake article when I first saw it. I thought it was a hardline thing or something, you know, or hard drive yeah. or whatever that, whatever those guys that do the fake ones. So I was like, that's not real. Well, so e- E-Zero has begun with a couple of showcases that have already happened, including this limited run games summer showcase. They mentioned the Bill and Ted uh, game coming out. They also mentioned a couple of, I mean, there's like 30 some, must be about 25, 30 games on this list, but here's a couple of highlights. Uh, a Boy and His Blob Retro Collection. So like the Switch. first, so the first one. I mean, there's only one. There's only one it's game. So right? I thought I didn't look into it. There are there two of them. May, maybe they're bringing the. Uh, they're probably I mean, put the NES the other one already on Switch, right? I mean, right, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're put the, the new NES version one and then the new version on the same package. Yeah, I was gonna maybe say. So. I'll say the new one is on there. That's you know that's the only one that matters. American Hero, the game that I got just not that long ago. FMV game, cheesy um, mid '90s action, straight to VHS style. Uh, FMV game. If you want a physical edition of that, you can get that. Uh, Blade Runner Enhanced Edition. This is cool. I've heard this Blade Runner game is really good, and I've never played it. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that for sure. I'll get that, yep. Just because Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies of all time, so I'll buy anything that says that on it. We're going to physical version of Doom Eternal on Switch. Uh, Glover from the N64. This is kind of funny that it's not for Switch, though. It's only for 64. Yeah, it is coming to the N64. That's kind and of that's funny. it. It's, it's, a, it's an N64 cart. So it's like, yeah. okay. Did you know that Glover's dad was the hamburger helper guy, but he got uh, disowned, and so he had to like make his own way? Oh, no. <laughs> it's kind of a Nick so Cage sad. situation. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, that Glover was somehow related to like uh, Danny Glover or Donald Glover or something like that. They're all from the same family. Yeah, right. One of them uh, really. used a glove in a strange way. and uh... We're getting Konami Arcade Classics Anniversary, anniversary Collection. Uh, River City Girls 2 Shadowrun Trilogy. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, and a really cool um, edition of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Have you looked into that that uh, collector's edition pack? There's edition like a, there's like all? a $200 one that comes with a VHS tape or something. Yeah. 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 It's There's a lot to it. Is that the yeah, one that gets the personal pan pizza? 
Yep. I think it's either one. I thought it was the full one or just if I thought if you got any of the physical ones, you got the personal pan pizza. I think no, so. No matter yeah. no matter what. Oh, that's right. Is. There's there's a lower tier, isn't there? I think there's you have just, to read a, a just, book that comes with that as well to get the pizza. <laughs> you have to answer <laughs> uh, trivia questions based on that book. And then also last uh, of my highlights here is the uh, Tetris effect connected on Switch. Yeah. Which I don't know why you'd get that on physical. Just get a digital. That game is. I mean, I wouldn't get I wouldn't get any of these on on physical actually. To tell you the truth, I mean, I, I'm getting all. Of them. I mean, I don't do I don't do physical, so I don't so I don't care. I'll, I'll buy them in there. I still I I don't understand why they. I just want to know when they're going to release a uh, no tolerance. That's all I want to know, or zero tolerance. <laughs> That's what I want because I don't play that fuckers. Release it, you dick bags. <laughs> they had Sony State of Play. Did anybody watch anything from that? I watched, I watched a little bit. I skimmed through it. Uh, I mean, it's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's really worth getting into just because this is a Nintendo yeah. podcast and we're already too too long on the show. But right, I don't want to get into it, but it's just worth mentioning. There, there's a Final Fantasy game that looks nothing like Final Fantasy. It looks like a shitty Devil May Cry game or a fighting game because you constantly have two life bars going against each other. That looks like trash. Um, the <laughs> the Street Fighter Six game has like a free roaming mode on it that might be cool. Maybe I'll get it. It's coming out on PS4, so I don't have to get a PS5 to get it. If you can like will. just start beating up cars, I'm all about it. Yeah, I mean, it looks. I, I'm into free roaming stuff, so I'll try that out. Um, aside from that, I really don't remember what else happened. The Street Fighter game interested me, but then also the the cat game Stray that interested me. Where you're just a stray cat wandering around the city. I think that looks kind of cool. Uh, Sonic Central happened. We had a, a Sonic. I watched Direct that. Where... That was a. I mean, I, I saw jokes about it before I saw it, and they did like the dumbest thing ever, where they're like, that. "We're going to show you the animated intro to Sonic Frontier," and it's like, "Blip," and it's nothing. It's just like one picture of Knuckles standing on a temple, and it's there for <laughs> like one millisecond, and then it goes away. I'm like, so the "What the fuck is this bullshit?" Like, really? Like, what the fuck, man? Fucking idiot. So yeah, they 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 announced like uh, I don't know Sonic Origins. It's really expensive. It's got animations in it. Uh, whatever. I still don't know why you'd buy that when you get that. Uh, all of those games in any other form. I guess it looks a little. It looks a little bit better. Like you can do like boss rushes and stuff like that. It looks like more H. It looks like HD. Like it looks like a remade version mm. of the game, not like the Genesis. Like I did notice that from looking at the video, but I don't care. I'm not paying forty dollars for Sonic games that no I could play on all these million other places that I have them on. We had some more videos about Sonic Frontier. Speaking of. Of that, by the way, combat game, a combat gameplay preview from IGN and then hands on impressions from IGN as well. I don't know. I don't know. Like I've, I've seen I've seen all kinds of things about this, all kinds of opinions. I feel like it. it and we talked about it a little bit last week as well. Um, I don't know. My hopes are kind of like a little bit dashed by some of the ugliness of this. These videos, the pop in and. And I mean, the but fact you, that they would just. I mean, but you, this. I mean, you didn't mind the pop in that was on Grand Theft Auto when that game was re released. That had pop in like crazy in it, all three of them. Sure, but that was like a twenty-year-old game, so yeah, whatever on that. This is a brand new, supposed to be showstopper Sonic game, and after years of uh, you know. 3D Sonic games that are all over the place. I was hoping for the one that finally, you know, locked it in and said, okay, we're going to be good for Sonic 3D games from here on out. And I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just waiting on this one. It just, so it, I think it, it just looks real boring. Like the, 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 the control looks boring. Like the levels look boring. Like it just, I don't, I, I forget somebody, somebody wrote like a funny tweet on uh, a, a thing on Twitter that was like, 
what is the craziest thing that you that you would think you would see at the, the Nintendo Direct? And they're like, for me, it would be a 3D Mario where you have to run run circles around Goombas and, and put them up in the air and then do like a quick, you know, he basically described a Mario game with all the stuff of Sonic Frontier and like how <laughs> that would be awful because, yeah, we'd see a super boring ass Mario 3D game that's running through grass and fighting giant characters that are look boring as hell to fight. But I think that an open world Sonic game could be really good because Sonic's all about running. And if you have an open world, vast landscapes, you know, running through such a thing could be could be fun. I don't know. Maybe they'll turn it around. And I've heard that also that what was I listening to earlier today? They, they said that this was an early build that IGN got a hold of. And maybe that this was just a marketing blunder for, for Sega because they're actually much further along in the game and maybe handing it off to a third party to make the video and have the presentation was a bad idea maybe they should maybe sega should have made their own gameplay video rather than giving it to ign who you know an unbiased you know uh, third party maybe 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 they should have made more of an actual like marketing video an actual trailer versus just showing off the gameplay of this old build I mean, maybe I, it, I saw somebody making a joke about it also where it's like, you complained about Sonic Frontier, so now we're not going to get it for another five years because they're going to bring it back <laughs> and redesign it and try to make it different like they did like they did for the movie. So I think we can move on from Sonic Central. There's really not anything yeah, else we're on. talking about. There's some fucking Netflix TV show shit in there that I don't care about. And there's like some also mobile game shit that I also don't care about. That's all. About this funny story about one two switch the sequel. Yeah, we should talk about this because yeah, this this one is. <laughs> I funny. thought I I also thought that was a joke article before I saved it. I did yeah. make sure to like kind of look at it a little bit. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah, they're saying that they were because you know we we talked about one two switch uh, sequel has been like in the news for a while or it's just been in the rumors and apparently it is one that they've done and just nobody wants to play it. <laughs> it's just like it's Wh- testing whatever so internal bad. play yeah. testing is not going well um i think the the novelty of the joy con or the uh hd rumble kind of was really what pushed the first one to seem compelling but even playing it at the switch event we went to it was just kind of like uh well i think the thing was like a, a big thing of it was also like it's just like it's just weird to play it in a party because it's like you're yeah, supposed to listen to through the tiny speakers on the Switch, and you don't play it on the TV, and it's like, yeah, it's just really strange. Like it's it just doesn't really work well, I guess. And I co- I forgot about that game pretty quickly. Like I've never. It was meant to be a killer yeah. app. It was meant to be uh, something to have like a really high attach bay attach rate. And like I've seen that game for like I think I saw it at disc replay for like twenty dollars recently, and mm. I still didn't too much. Play it. Still too expensive. Yeah, I'd get it for ten. I borrowed or it less. from a friend a couple years ago, and literally never played it yeah i it mean, just i just looked at it according to this article from fanbyte the sequel is actually a little bit different um, nintendo did have some concerns about what would you do for a, a second one two switch to make it different run, and, run uh, one three they switch. decided to, they decided to go after 86 more like, switch <laughs> <laughs> to make it more like the jackbox games which are hugely popular big sellers on the switch and so they, they wanted to make something that was more like a game show where you could play with like a hundred people online and uh, they tried styling it that way. So, I mean, that sounds like a cool idea, I guess, you know, so now it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Right. <laughs> switch 99 switch. Yeah. Switch 99. Make it free on Nintendo switch online. I'm surprised. No, none of you put a new 99 game on there on, on your bingo cards. I forgot I'm about surprised it. About that. Same. 
Um, let's let's just talk about the new Mega Drive and then be done here. The Mega Drive, Mini. yeah, new Mega Drive Genesis Mini, a Genesis Mini Two is coming only to Japan at this point. Well, then, it, well, then, if it's here. just let's be correct, if it's coming to Japan only, it's called a Mega Drive Mini Two, not a Genesis. Yep, true, true. Because right. I know because I have Mega Drive Mini One. That's true. And uh, Yuzo Koshiro is going to be doing the menu music again, so that's cool. Uh, this one will also have Sega CD games. They've only announced a couple of them so far. They haven't announced the whole slate of them. But I am personally hoping that there's a ton of FMV games on there. Otherwise, I, I don't care about this. Um, maybe I just get the one that I don't have yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the Mega Drive, this Japanese one, and it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, there's cool stuff on there. Uh, I, I, you know, Sega CD is like one of those like Holy Grail things that I always wanted to get, and I don't have one. And if it, mm. I, I just wanted to have uh, Final Fight CD on there. That game was awesome. Put it on there. Capcom's not going to do anything else with it ever. Just put it on the Mega Drive Mini. Mega so Drive Mini Sega 2. CD equals FMV games. And if you don't have those on there... Like Sewer that's, Sharks? That's a huge miss. Yeah, Sewer Shark. <laughs> all that. Um, but I can see that there might be may, maybe some you know licensing issues, rights issues, whatever. You have full motion video and actors and all that stuff. I'm skeptical if they're going to actually have a whole bunch of those FMV games that so defined the system. So... I'll wait and see. I mean, I really want Spider-Man on there, but that's never going to happen. What about... Because uh, you'll never see those games re-released. Lunar... Uh, Silver Star Story. Yeah, Silver Star Story. That would be pretty cool. I'd, I'd play that for sure. That'd be cool. I'm disappointed, too, that this isn't just a, like a snap-on, something that snaps onto the bottom of the original one. I think that, that would have been a cooler way to go about it. Well, they Instead, had... it's an actual... Uh, I, I, it's, a, it's the Genesis Model 2. The, yeah. the Mega Drive Model 2, rather. Yeah. I mean, they had like something you could put in the top where you could create the 32x and all that in in Japan, right? But it didn't. Right. But it's it didn't just, do any difference. Yeah, it it was function. just a. It, it just looked a certain way. So there you go. That just would have been cool if they had the foresight when they did, did the first one to make the the port actually functional, and then they could release the Sega CD as well that you can snap on the bottom. That would have been way cooler. But no, I mean they they want to sell it as a different thing. The uh, I mean the the original the original Mega Drive slash Genesis Mini. Was I mean you kind of missed the boat on that one because they were selling that thing for like forty dollars like new on Amazon for a long time and now I think it's going for like hundred bucks. Mm. But if you, you missed the time to get it, like it was towards around like it didn't like go off as quick as you'd think and it they were selling it for dirt cheap for a while there. I got mine cheaper because I bought it in Japan because it actually it was cheaper because it came with less controllers. But it was still it was still cheaper than the regular one was. And I got there and I had get it for hundred bucks. And, and it has different it has different games on it. I think mine was like fifty or something like that when you break down the the money rate. But yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good on that. Uh, we're a little little over the time here, so why don't we wrap up this episode of three hundred? I, I guess one one thing before we go. Midwest Gaming Classic has announced the dates for next year. Uh, March thirty first through April second is when it is. So go go, people. It's a great place to go to. Hopefully I won't be working this time and I can actually go hang out. So I want to do that. It's great. It's a great uh, thing. And hopefully all those people will come back that we wanted to meet, but couldn't, you know, like all of our internet people that we liked were there. And I saw a couple of them, but I didn't talk to them. I saw, I saw metal Jesus rocks and I saw uh, Pat, whatever his name is. Country. Yeah. So I walked back past both of them. They both weren't wearing masks either. I was afraid they were going to breathe on me, but uh, yeah, that's a, that's been the episode for this week. Thanks everybody for listening to the show. If you want to hear more of us, go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Uh Just put up, just put up the WART radio for last month. I thought it was pretty rad. Lots of NES stuff on there. Plus we got a nice little vocal song in the middle from, uh, 
from the one and only Proto Men, which is a nice change in the in the music in the music setup there. But yeah, listen, you know anybody who's on the five dollar level can listen to that and check it out. And also, if you're on the five dollar level, you can watch videos of us that are posted pretty much directly after we record and all that stuff, so you can see it early. Also, you know the one dollar level, you get like the bonus the the monthly bonus episode plus like you know you get to get to hear that this episode earlier than the than the free feed and, and all that fun stuff. Also, um. You can find us at youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. You actually can't find me at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast for the next week because I thought it'd be because I thought it'd be fun to to, stra- to stream a trauma movie on on Twitch just because I was drunk and silly. And uh I got into got about twenty minutes into it until it got to the bathroom sex scene and then I got and then I got cut and I got banned for a week. So that's what uh, <laughs> that's what happened on there. But you know, it was kind of one of those I was like, well So you got you got banned for the sex scene, not because you were streaming a copyrighted material. No. It had nothing to do with the rights of the movie. It was I was banned because there was sex in it, is what it said. Oh. That there was nudity and sex is why it's probably a bot is what is what it said but yeah i got cut off i played it for about 20 minutes and then i got cut off and i got an email from them saying that i was banned for the next week so uh, (laughs) i just wanted to see if i could do it and i could do it for i was able to do it until it got to like the you know the trauma sex scenes and then i and then i got booted out but it was always something i wanted to do over the pandemic and i you know I had drunk brain, as I, as I referred to it as, where sometimes things make sense to you that maybe don't wouldn't, wouldn't make were sense. Were you doing to it you through the were... uh, the streaming app? I did it through my PlayStation Two, so I was wow. playing the disc through my PlayStation Two, and I was streaming it like that. Wow, you! I think you might have been able to. Yeah, so that's, that's what I so that's, that's what I was doing. Yeah, but it was just one of those things, you know, with all the popularity of uh of like a Morbius and all that. I was just my brain was like, hey, you know, I should try. Yeah, it's Morbin time. I should I should try to stream stream a trauma movie and let's just see what happens. And I figured it was gonna I was gonna get blocked, but I wasn't sure how long it was gonna go on for before it happened. So you were trying to counter the Morbius talk with trauma. Is that it? You were trying to like fight evil or something like that. Sure, or maybe I was just just had a drunk idea and thought it'd be funny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it'll be back whenever it gets back. I probably won't ever do that again. But it's nice to know that that's how it works. But anyway, you can find us on Twitter, Jeremy and I at Nintendo underscore domain and at JMXTech. I think um, my review of Dead Craft is on Nintendo World Report now. If you want to go read it, it's up there. Um, yeah, uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Yep.
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready yet, Cement Man? Cement Man. Do-do-do-do. Weird Mega Man boss. F- Fushugan? What? What'd you say over there?